Introducing the all-new Romeo y Julieta Passione. The story of this cigar dates back almost a year, during a visit to the Flor de Coupon factory in Honduras. We witnessed the endless amount of passion and love the workers put into each and every cigar. This hand-rolled cigar uses a blend of Dominican and Honduran filler tobaccos, along with a rich and flavorful binder from the US. The wrapper is a zesty Ecuadorian Habano leaf that offers up notes of pepper, leather, nuts, and a dash of cocoa. Ignite your passion and pick up a box of the Romeo y Julieta Passion at jrcigars.com. Get ready for Smoke Night Live with Massa Sensei. Boom, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Jordan, we're on the air. We're live. Emmett, we're live. We are? This is episode 266 of Smoke Night Live. Thanks for everybody joining us tonight on the show. It's Friday night. We've just been hanging out, drinking some, some bourbon, some fine bourbon right here. It's, it's pretty Smoking good. Smoking some it's, cigars. I don't know if it's fine. It's just it's, it's yeah. pretty good. Uh, by the way, um, okay, I'm a huge Old Forester fan. Like, I'm a huge Old Forester fan. And this is a fun series. You got the 1897. You got the 18. What's the other one? The 1920, 1910. 10. Statesman, single barrel. The only the, the the only really standout one there, I think, is the 1920. Anyways, so if you don't waste your money on the 1897, just buy the uh, old Forster 100. It's about a third the price. Tastes almost exactly the same. Just a little pro tip for you guys, right there. If you're a bourbon, lover. save you 20 bucks. Can't Boom. I just I just saved you 40 dollars. Forty dollars. Wow. Yeah, 40, I saved. I saved forty dollars. Holy! Don't discount my discounts. Anyways, <laughs> we got a huge studio audience tonight. We've got Scott in the house from Trinity Cigar Lounge, the world's greatest mobile lounge uh, in the United right States. There. In the, I'm going to say the uh, the world. hemisphere, not the world. The hemisphere, the Western Hemisphere. We've got Quinn Loads. Huh? Did I get that right? Quinn Loads, right there. Matt Hall over there. Matt, how you doing? Some blonde-haired uh, freak. And check out Dominic's in the house tonight, Dominic. Thank you for joining us. Everybody's hanging out, having a good time, enjoying our Friday night. Uh, it's Friday Night Herf, man. Yeah. Emmett Malone, Blind Man's Puff, Howdy. right next to me. How are you, Emmett? I'm super excited. Emmett, uh, it's been a rough week for me. Yeah. It's I've, been a, I've heard some of the tragic tale, but... It's been a, a, a rough week. I might as well tell the audience. I... Uh, I was helping my mother into her wheelchair, and as I turned to help her sit down, unbeknownst to me at the time, I had blown my back out entirely, and I literally have not been able to walk for five days. I've been gimping around like, like an old person. Shut up, Quinn. I've <laughs> uh, been gimping no around comment. like an old, old person. He wants to push me into the fire because I'm... I'm old and decrepit, but anyways, so today was the first day, Emmett, that I've kind of felt like myself again, just a little bit. Yeah, so you're going to be ready to play hockey in two days, yes? Uh, that's the plan. I want to okay. I want right. to be there Sunday as for the game. As long as you're committing now to that, I'm okay. Jordan, we did win We did win Sunday. Team Dojo won on Sunday. Yes. Do you have any... I uh, scored lots of goals. Do you have any, uh, <laughs> do you have any uh, tales about the game, or was it uh, pretty standard? Pretty standard. <laughs> 
Well, I, it kind of feels bad, Emmett, because we weren't there and we won. So what does that say about Maybe me? Maybe we should stay home <laughs> until we lose again. I don't know. Uh, all right, we're going to have some fun tonight. We've got uh, not only is Emmett from Blind Man's Puff joining me and, of course, uh, the famed producer, uh, Jordan, the Wonder Kid. Uh, uh, yeah. But also, on the line, we've got William Cooper, Cigar Coop. How are you doing, uh, Mr. Coop? Cooper Loop. Hey, guys. How's it going tonight? Well, it's going good. Glad to have you on the show, Coop. All right. Is my video frozen? No. Coop. It's you're just, just not, you're just not moving. moving. You're just barely moving. Okay. I, I want to see a little more pizzazz <laughs> from you, okay, Coop? Let's... Get, get a little, looks like a take a sip of coffee. Get a Let's little do shuffle this. in there. Get a little shuffle in there. No, you're yeah. you're you're maybe a little choppy, but we can hear you just fine. So that's good. Okay. And then also on the line, the first time on the show, Kevin Shahan from Cigar Prop. Kevin, hey, how are you doing, my friend? Me. My video's not frozen, is it? No, heck, you're. Oh uh, man, that's what we're talking about. Looks like I you need rock- you to move less. You're rocking the <laughs> boat, baby. You're rocking the boat. I love it. Hey, uh, Kevin, uh, thank you for joining us. This is, this is your, uh, your debut performance, so don't screw it up. I, I know. Like I said, it's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's, how, you know, that's how you know you've made it. Like when you see your name in print and then when you're on like a famous show, not like, not like my show, but like a, a legit, no. fam- like, like a legit famous, like this dojo. I'm, listen, when, when you're on the show of the guy that has his own cigar, you know you made it. This is the uh, the dojo Urudoshi. Ooh. So so I mean, yeah. So yeah. You 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 know you made it when you're on this guy's show. Now, so, Kevin, yeah. I I saw you review that cigar, and uh, I gotta say, you talked pretty glowingly about it. It was it was a good cigar. It's a uh, um to to my to my left, your right. Um, we keep a whiteboard up with our running cigars of the year, and Jessica only has two cigars on, on her list for this entire year, because. Ever since the the this cigar, the Uru Doshi, nothing else has been worthy. And her words, nothing else has been worthy to put up on that, oh, on that list. Oh, dang. Wow. She's a woman who knows her <laughs> cigars. I will tell you that. <laughs> hey, uh, we, can't, we can't properly do this show without congratulating Kevin. Uh, I know. He did such a good job. His, Slayed it. His uh, winning effort in the Battle of the Bands, which was a, uh, a sampler contest at Smoke In. That we were all in. Coop was in it. Emmett was in it. Uh, Aaron from Developing Palettes was in it. Glenn Loop was in it. Am I forgetting anybody? I wasn't in it. I would have probably. Brian Glenn. Brian Glenn, not Glenn Loop. Oh, yeah. yeah. So what am I saying? What am I saying? <laughs> what was, there's, a gl- there's, a, there's two Glens there. There's a Glenn in there somewhere. There's a Glenn in there somewhere. Anyways, it was a ton of fun. And uh, Brian, uh, Brian uh, Glenn, who a lot of people picked to win, did yeah. not win. Kevin, Kevin absolutely slayed it. He had a. Hilarious uh, take on the whole contest. He was it, you, the gamesmanship was absolutely fantastic. Uh, so congratulations, Kevin. What a yep. what a great job you did on that. And hats off thank, to you, brother. Thank you, thank you very much. I, I just had fun, you know. And that's just everything we do at Cigar Prop. It's just about having fun, you know. So it it, it was definitely a blast doing it. We can't wait till next year. Now, Kevin, uh, I got to ask you. So going in. What was what was your strategy? What was your, your mindset when you found out you're going to be in the contest? Like, what were you thinking? Like, how am I going to tackle this contest? Uh, don't lose. Um, that was my <laughs> own. Don't, well, don't come in last. I, I just didn't want to come in last. And that was my only mindset. I second guessed myself, third guessed myself. And then I you know, able to tell you, I changed my sampler a couple times and I finally broke down and I called Sokka, you know, and I'm like, Steve. This is what's going on. Here's this contest. Please don't tell anybody I told you what's going on. And then he 
kind of looked at it from the outside in and helped me out, you know, and really kind of gave me a good, a good starting point. And then he said, he goes, he goes, if you lose this, if you come in last, he goes, I will publicly acknowledge that it's my fault. I I pushed you to do this. So, um, but now he gets to take credit for it though, right? (laughs) Yeah. But now, yeah. On the flip side of it, he gets to take credit for it. Now, Kevin, can can you show the uh, winning belt that you have there? Uh, is that able? Can you grab that, or is it? Yeah, yeah, I can. Is it? Uh, you guys, check check this out. This is what this is the winning. Uh, this is pretty This sweet. is the winning belt, and this is amazing. Look at this. Oh dang! Look at that. That's the real deal. That is just that's sick. That's that, that is that, and this and this belt weighs several pounds. This is real <laughs> leather. This is actual brass. You know, all of these are are real brass. It's been laser etched. So this is this is actually, like I said, the the, the real deal here. Do you and polish I, it like once or twice a day, just you know, to keep it? I, whoa, whoa! I, this I, is I, a family I, show. Oh, sorry, this I, is a family show, <laughs> Emmett. You wear That's that a thing too uh, personally. I occasionally do walk by, and it's like, <laughs> I give it like a little. All right. <laughs> now, I don't. If you guys haven't seen um, the the video that Kevin made when he's ex- sort of accepting the belt, he's in full. Macho Man, Randy Macho Man, or I'm I'm not a is that who that is Macho Man? Come yeah, on. Macho, Macho Man, man. Yeah. savage. Yeah, I'm not a big wrestling guy, so but I I kind of know who that guy is. That video is hilarious, dude. I mean, that was a classic. I'm I'm almost thankful that you won just because now we have that video as as a a little gem from that contest. It was hilarious, dude. Yeah, I, I, we we just have fun doing it. I I, I definitely want to go you know overboard when I'm thanking people. You know, just the way we do it. You know, I, I got the, uh, the the new Drew Estate Year of the Rat um, uh, humidor, like a, like a few of you did. Did you see my Grinch video I did on that? I did not. No, I haven't seen that You did one not. Yet. That was full Grinch. Uh, uh-huh. I had a friend of mine write new lyrics to the song. He imitated the voice of the original singer. And, wow. um, uh, uh, yeah, I got to like, check that out after the show, <laughs> for sure. That's the first thing I'll do as soon as this show's <laughs> In fact, let's just end the show now. So right. yeah, let's yeah, let's yeah. bring it up on the screen. Yeah. So, all right. so, so we, we definitely like to say thank you in a big way. No, cool. yeah, I mean that was yeah. You, you deserve all the all the props on that. That was that was amazing. I see what you so, did there. Uh, props, props, yeah, cigar uh, props on that. Hey, uh, Coop, uh, how have you been, my friend? We haven't talked to you in maybe a month or so. Uh, I'd say that Coop's probably the I, Emmett and Coop probably uh, tie for being on the show more than any other human. <laughs> uh, Coop, how have you been lately, my friend? You know, I'm doing well. Um, it's you know, it's been COVID's been very tough um, on me personally because I haven't been able to go out as much as I like to. I think I was mentioning before the show, I actually got out twice this week, which is which is the first time since St. Patrick's Day. Two wow. Jeez. So, um, yeah, well, you know, I, I have to be a little more careful than most folks. So, yeah. um, and it, it kind of felt really good, you know. Right. Yeah. It's uh, uh, you know, I'm doing good. I'm 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 still trying to get down to Florida in in November. That's my goal, right now. Well, uh, I'm actually going to uh, Florida in November uh, for a an event, which I can't say what it is at this point. But Ooh. anyways, um, hey, Coop, what are you smoking? Tell the folks what you're smoking tonight. I'm smoking the Opus X888. Oh, you dog. I dog, you. This nice. is an amazing cigar. Classic. Opus X in this blend is, is amazing. Um, and normally, like you hear me, I'm not the thin ring gauge guy by any means. But this this is like a perfect storm, in my opinion. You know, it's got that, that, that tapered tip, which I really like on that as well. And if you're an Opus X fan, these, these are not easy to get. Mm. Well, it looks like a I have not smoked one. That. I can I say mean, that. Uh, they, they are, I mean, they're incredible. 
it's really an incredible cigar. I've been I've been hooked on just the regular uh, Don Carlos lately. That yeah, that is just such a Classic. solid. That was in my goodness. sampler. I know. Yeah, so good. Yeah, it was a good pick, Emmett. I, I I actually, you know, as as great as, as I had a shark is, I know it got number one. That Don Carlos Robusto is the one I like better. Mm. Yeah, that is good. I agree. Hey, Kevin, what are you uh, what are you firing up tonight? What, oh, you got the Urodashi. You already told us. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, Emmett, what Ooh. do you got? I'm smoking the uh, Romacraft Sabretooth. Oh, pretty hard to find. Go. Pretty. I just this is my first one yeah. actually. So, what do you think so far? I really like it so far. It's good. Right. Very topical, Emmett. Yeah, it's that was top- intentional, yeah. Jordan. Yeah. It's a topical <laughs> stick. Just just starting right off, aren't <laughs> you? Yeah. 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 yeah, Just to ease into that. Jordan, what do you got over there? I got a little uh, Serie Perlas Action. Oh, such a good stick. Just can't go wrong here. And and last uh, it was last week they had him on uh, on a Cigar Monster for like forty bucks for the box, boys. I've yeah. got the uh, yeah. I've got the Lancero version of the Tabernacle so CT one forty two. Yeah, very Ooh. good. Lancero. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Jordan, why did you say it like like <laughs> I was some sort of weirdo there for a second? I didn't. I didn't think I, I did. I didn't know they. I didn't know they made that cigar in the Lancero. So well, you know, I think it came out last year, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. I know a guy. No, uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. I think Scott gave me that. I'm not sure. Maybe Quinn did. I, I forget. Somebody gave me that stick. Anyways, hey guys, uh, tonight we're going to have some fun. We we do this segment oh once or twice a year usually, and uh, it's kind of fun. The idea is. The uh, Cigar Industry Stock Market Report. So this is a good one because uh, we've been able to, uh, you know, because of the, the year that we've had, which has been a horrible year, we all acknowledge that. It's been a tough year. And some cigar uh, brands, companies, have handled this crazy year better than others. So we, we really want to take that in mind. Like when you're when you're buying and selling stocks, Jordan, like, your advisor is telling you about what's going on right now, like the last few months, right? It's, 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 I mean, there might be some history to the companies that you take into account, of course, but, you know, what have you done for me lately? Yep. Right. Yep. So, so that's where we really want to We're looking, you know, we, we're, in. we're honing in on that week view <coughs> for the stock markets. Right. So as we bring week these... Week to month. <laughs> week, no, week to six months. How yeah. About, yeah, yeah, it's basically, okay. you know, through the last six months, and of course... You know, you can also uh, take, like I said, some of the history of the company in general into account. But how have they handled, you know, 2020? And to determine that, I will ask our panelists, should we buy stock in this company? Should we hold the stock in this company? Or should we sell stock in this company? In other words, are they hot? Did they handle it well? Uh, Was it just okay? Hold? Or... Uh, not so good. Probably should sell at this point and uh, and wait it out. Maybe maybe buy later down the line or something like that. So that's the idea of the show. And so what we're going to do is we're going to bring up about fifteen different brands, companies, and we'll just sort of go through it and we'll just discuss these amongst ourselves. Should, uh, I, should I do a di- jingle for this? Uh, yeah, okay. Jordan. Jordan you stock market, stock market. How are these brands gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you had something like actually prepared. Oh, that was just yeah, no, that's what I thought too. Well, he just makes these. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, exactly. that's how we do it. Well, he just <laughs> makes them up on the fly. Well, now we have it recorded and can play that forever. Yeah, because that was such we're a gonna great yeah, jingle. Use yeah. that every time from now on. All okay. right. So, does everybody understand the rules? I believe so. All right. I believe so. Coop, are you in? Coop's done this. Before. I'm in. 
I think yeah, this is before. a lot of fun. I think I was yeah, on the last one, Yeah, I think I did too. the first one. All right, so here's what we'll do. I'll sort of mix it up uh, as far as who goes first, and then we'll kind of go through. And, and feel free to interrupt a guy and, mm. and tell him that he's, he's wrong. Pull a Trump and just interrupt him, you know, <laughs> just for the whole – no. Uh, all right, let's, let's start with the first one, Jordan. Who's our first company? We'll go with Coop first on this first company. Drew Estate. Mm. Coop, should you buy, hold, or sell – Drew Estate stock based on the year 2020. Well, yes, I'm going to say buy. And a little bit, I'm also looking to the future with them right now. Um, but let's start first with, with why this year. They did the best job of any company like navigating through not having a trade show this year. There, there's no question. They didn't miss a beat with that. Now, they didn't come out with the flashy new line this year or anything like that. But I don't think they needed to, and it was a perfect opportunity. Um, they've been engaging the, their consumers, their retailers, um, and, and you know, so they, they've done a great job with that. They have coming up Undercrown's 10th anniversary and Herrera Esteli's 10th anniversary over the next two years. Ani in here and buying. Uh, all right, let's go to Kevin. Oh, definitely buy, and uh, and and not even for the cigars. Who cares about the cigars? Um, like uh, Coop said, and they ha they had an amazing summer with all these virtual herfs. You know, yeah. upwards of three times a day. You know, if you were at home, yeah. you could be on a virtual herf. There is so much kick-ass Drew Estate swag out there right now. You got to buy. I mean, you, you you buy anything. I mean, a box of cigars, and you're getting a couple hundred dollars worth of swag. Um, and that's you know, and, and I know they've done that what three times this year. Four times, you know, the, the different, you know, like the shade for days and everything else. They, they've got some more events coming up. Um, just when it comes to a lover of swag as my as myself, you got to buy. Got to buy Drew Estate. All right, Emmett. Yeah, I'm going to go buy as well. Um, I, I might approach it a little differently just because of <laughs> what we've reviewed from them has been really high scored this year. Like the year of the rat is, I mean, if it's not on in you know the top few of our top 25, I'll be super surprised. Um, so the cigars have been solid, but they've been absolutely killing it, like on social media and email and and podcasts, and they're they're just all over it in the in the pandemic. I don't think anyone's doing that stuff better right now. So yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, for me, it's it's a solid buy. I uh, when when we put this uh, together, I said Jordan, we got to put Drew Estate in as one of these companies because I don't think uh, any companies handled this. Uh, this year, this crazy, bizarre year, better than Drew Estate. It, was, it seemed like they they didn't skip a beat. They hit the ground running. Um, yeah, they didn't have any crazy brand new releases, although they did have the Sun Grown uh, Dogma. Uh, but uh, I get what Coop's saying. I get the point he's making. But at the same time, like the year the Rat was phenomenal. They've been able to engage with their, custom <laughs> their customers uh, constantly. Uh, I mean, other than the, their social media guy, who's a little, uh, he's a little funky. Yeah, what's his name? Do like, a little better there. Jack something. I'm not 100% yeah. sold on him yet, he's but right. other than that, it's a solid buy. Jordan, what do you think? Oh, easy buy. They handled the pandemic, I think, better than anybody else. Brought Jonathan Drew out like we've never seen before. Yep. You know, usually you had to wait in line for three hours to see what the guy was all about, but now we all have a good taste. Uh, yeah, Coop, Coop, you're right with... They didn't really. Ha they didn't have like a new Herrera Esteli or something like that to sink your teeth into. But you know, we got the, we got the dogma in the year of the rat. It was oh, fun, fun year regardless. And uh, yeah, I think they handled it better than uh, anybody else. Don't forget about the new um, Deadwood cigar, which really was a big hit for them. 
I mean, that, yeah. that one, oh, yeah. you know, we, we tend to sometimes forget about those and what we do, but that's a very important release, and it's done extremely well for them. Right. Leather Rose. Yeah, I would say, like, yeah. you know, like, when you're thinking about buying stock, you, you want to feel like this company kind of has their act together. Yeah. Like, you have, to have yeah. Tr- you have to have trust that they have a plan and they know where they're going. And I would say, like, there's probably been times in the past, like, you know, years back, where people were, like, a little nervous with, like, Drew Estate. You know, they'd, they'd make an order. They weren't sure what they were going to get. Some stuff would just show up in the... And, but nowadays, it seems like they really have their act together. Like, at the, at the trade shows, they, they're, they're organized. It kind of seems like maybe over the last, like, five years or so, they've really, like, kind of galvanized and focused that company. So it's a solid buy. Drew Estate's all totally. grown up. You guys remember... Yeah, do you remember going to the trade show like before Sam got there? Yeah. And like trying to get help in the booths and stuff like that. It was a nightmare. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Right. It, it's totally turned around right now. No, absolutely. Yeah, they're they're just so on top of it. It feels like, and it just makes yeah. you think like, wow, they've got their act together. They know where they're going. All right, let's start with. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, Whoa. Start with Emmett. Yeah. Jordan, what's the next uh, brand? What do we got? What do we got? Crux. Ooh, Crux. Oh, by the way, just so the audience knows. The the panelists do not know yeah, what brands we we're bringing up, so that we're hitting them. We're just hitting them out of the blue. So if they say "oh" and they don't know what to say, you know, it's because they they weren't prepared. We don't yeah. prepare our guests with Crux. Uh, we hate them. If you'd asked me a year ago, I would have said buy, uh, but this year I'm gonna I'm gonna say sell just because they haven't literally I don't think done anything this year. Like haven't heard anything about new releases. They had that bet that I was really impressed with their rebranding. And all their and their booth was gorgeous, and all their boxes and bands were just awesome. And they they've been kind of, you know, slowly trickled those out for like a year or so. But but after that was completed, there's there's been really nothing new. So I don't really have a, a feel that they're going in a direction at the moment. Mm. Kevin, what would you say about Crux? I would say, like I said, that that is a name that is a blast from the past. Like I said, it, I, I don't even remember the last time someone that, that I saw on social media smoked a Crux. You know, talked about it. Um, you know, other. I mean, I'm sure you guys do, but anybody in the chat, you know, listening, anybody know who the owner is? Who's the uh, national marketing guy? You know, I, I don't sell. I don't. You know, they they had all this time all summer long. They're, it's one of these brands that could have, you know, you know, made made a leap. You know, when everybody's at home. But like I said, it, it's it's a name I haven't even heard of in a while. So all right, the, the Hogan's are in charge of that brand. What do you think, Coop? Okay. Uh, Oh, here's here's I'm gonna take a very different spin from you guys. I'm buying with these guys, Whoa. and here, there's a lot. And I'm not, don't judge this necessarily on new releases. Um, there is stuff in the pipeline that they're talking about. That there's a new Epicure coming out, so there's stuff in the pipeline that they have. Um, I don't. I think this was a year to take a year off. Certainly not to release a new line. They have opened up a warehouse right now, so now they have their own warehouse, which is gonna give them a lot of flexibility right now, as far as you know, being able to you know operate their inventory they have built up their sales force they're building up an in-house sales force right now the rebranding they're targeting different markets i believe i think they're trying to target uh bigger and better markets a rebrand is going to take certainly a while to kind of uh reach that but some retailers who maybe were a little hesitant to bring them in right now have really acclimated to the new branding right now so i think business and, and they're doing great blends right now their blends are consistent right now so I like I like the direction that Jeff Hogan and Casey are taking with the company right now, um, and it takes a long time to build a brand. And they're they're five or six years into this, and but but I I think there's good years to come with them. 
All right. So it, it, with that, with that being said, you know, you know, they're rebranding. You know, they got some stuff in the works. Where, where have they been? Where, where, where have they been all summer? You know, they, they've been, they've been nowhere where, online. Where, who, yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's a fair thing. I'm not going to judge that yeah. strictly by whether or not they did, they did webinars or not. So yeah, that's not kind of. That. I mean, yeah, just even posting, you being relevant in the social media world, and you know, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't know enough about the company, so. Yes, I, I don't want to, you know. But that's okay, Kevin, because from yeah. your perspective, you have to buy or sell based on your perspective. Yeah. And so yeah. that's... Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Jordan, what would you think about that? Yeah, this? I don't think you can you know, get to just do like a, fre- a full rebrand and then just sit on your laurels for an entire year. Like, I loved uh, the, the rebrand looked super clean. I, I loved it when they came out with it. But then, uh, you know... Like Kevin said, where have they been? Like I feel like they were kind of trying to go for like a Placencia kind of a look with the just these yeah. solid, clean, colored, um, straightforward bands. You know, you have the you know, blue label, the red yeah. label, blah blah blah, just like Placencia has, and they get their cigars made at Placencia, so it kind of seemed like it was kind of going in that direction. But Placencia has, <laughs> you know, you, with them at least, you feel like they're using their best tobaccos. With Crux, it's like, why am I? Why am I buying this? Especially now that like they released all of their blends in just these different colored bands that all look exactly the same. I don't even know which one I would pick and why I would pick it at this point. And mm-hmm. maybe that could help look at the- with the, with if they had a better social media presence telling me why I should be picking X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. They're communicating though with their retailers right now, which has been very important. That part I can tell you they're communicating with the retailers. I do agree they they need to do a little better job on, on engaging the consumer into that. There's, there's no question. And that's an important thing to do on that. Um, I like the colored bands because it will give you a better presence in the humidor. The more different colors you have, it's going to show like you have more product. And I think that's what I see with the rebrand strategically down the road helping them. I do have to say that Epicure is one of my favorite Connecticut wrapped cigars. I love, absolutely And love I don't think I cigar. mentioned it. I'm a sell. No. <laughs> uh, so here's, how, here's, what I, here's what I feel. Nobody's a bigger fan of Casey than me. I love him. But I, I, I have this issue with just posting in social media just like a fancy picture of my cigar, and then that's the extent of my social media. Like, you have to engage as well. Like, I need to see, like... You know, I need to have some conversation back and forth. You know, respond back and forth. Talk, be, become parts of the communities, whether it's Facebook or, or whether it's Twitter or the dojo or wherever. Like, make yourself a, a part of it. So I can only go by this summer, and they've just been not, uh, you know, they just haven't had any kind of presence at all. So there right- are only there's a handful of brands that don't have to do that, and they are Fuente, Padron, and the, and the likes of that. Perdomo, you know, other than that, you got to be out there. So while I'm rooting for Crux like a nobody's business because uh, I love the company and, and the guys are great, I have to say buy or sell right now just because there's just it's just been radio silence, yeah. essentially. You know. Well, give me your shares. Give <laughs> me your shares. All right. <laughs> I'll, I'll sell them to you. Um, but I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll buy them back when they get rocking again, all right? Like, I, you know, the, next year when we do this again, I, I hope I say bye. All right, low, this, sell high. This this time we'll start <laughs> it, off with it's fun oh, going back and looking at these a year later right, too. Exactly. I did that when we did it the last time. Right. Because yeah. it changes, right? I remember I was a big proponent. I loved the rebranding of Crux and I said bye bye bye. Right. Like if you go back and watch the last show that we did this on, I was a total buy with Crux. Yeah. So 
Uh, I'm, I'm not picking on them. I just want more. I want more of them. I want them to succeed. So come on, give me something, boys. All right, let's start with Kevin on this one. Jordan, what do we got? All right, here we go. Warped. Ooh. Kevin Shahan, cigar prop. Warped. Um, hold. You know they 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 they're they're semi-active. Um, they've got. That's one of the brands that has a huge cult following, even even though that they're not hugely active on social media that that, that I see. But they they make good cigars. They they got a a, a huge social media, like I said, cult-like following. Everything they do is always going to sell. Um, not everything they make is is great. You know they they have hit and misses like like everybody else. But uh, I'm gonna hold I'm gonna hold on this one. Um, like it's not you know not a buy not a sell but just they're they're, they're following they got they got such a good following it's a company that that's always going to do good I think. All right, Emmett, how do you feel about uh, Warped? Kind of torn on Warped because I <clears throat> I love the cigars, uh, but I feel like recently I I don't like the direction of the uh, of the kind of club to buy your, their new stuff uh, that that kind of rubs me the wrong way. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say sell uh, since. <coughs> I, I might say hold, but I'm going to go with sell. Um, just because it, I feel like we, the online media kind of helped Warp become what it is, I feel like. We talked about it all the time, and, and Kyle was, was really into it and interacted with us in the media, and then that kind of stopped a while back. Like, uh, now, you know, Cigar Aficionado gets press releases early, and he's kind of forgotten where he came from maybe a little. Mm. I But I absolutely, oh. I love the cigars. I'm not... And I love I love Kyle, but I just feel like maybe the direction isn't where I would like to see it going. Right, and that's how you base your your, yeah. your stock buying decisions. Coop, what do you think about Warped? Oh, I'm going with a sell with them. Um, the, you go back to 2016, 2017, and now you look at 2020, and nothing. Okay, it, it, there's no buzz like it used to be. And again, you want to talk about a company that they got number three cigar of the year from Cigar Aficionado. They built no momentum on that thing. And you want to talk about a company, again, you guys were mentioning the social media thing. They've been invisible on social media. Now they're launching this uh, proprietary cigar company subsidiary. I have no idea what, why they're forming a subsidiary right now. Um, so I don't quite understand that marketing thing right now. Um, they need to kind of reestablish some presence in the humidors. They need to reestablish some presence with, with the brick and mortars. And I think they need to kind of start going a little back to where it got in there, which was El Titan de Bronze, which they've been yeah. a little quieter out of that factory yet, which was, I think, really where some of their great blends have. But, you know, we talk about Maestro de Campo, former dojo number one cigar of the year. You don't hear about this cigar anymore. Yeah. It's kind of falling off the grid. So. Until I see some, and like I said, I like Kyle. I think he's done an amazing job. Um, yes, I we were all victim of that press release stuff. I think he's tried to get a little better with that in the last couple of years, but no doubt about it, we see this with a lot of companies. Um, and you know, the companies don't realize the damage they do to us when they give it an exclusive to aficionado. But right now, I'm selling. All right, I'll go Jordan, and then I'll let you go last. Uh, I'm still, I'm. St- I think a month ago, I might have even gone as far as to say sell, but I still feel like that brand has just done so well that um, I'm, I'm still going to buy Warped just because I like the cigars so much, and I think that Kyle has such a good palate <coughs> that I kind of feel like I, I, I'm, not, I'm not ready to give up on that yet. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, Emmett, with the marketing strategy is, is you know, 
with the cigar aficionado stuff and all that. But that to me, that's not enough to turn me away just yet. Uh, I f- still feel like Kyle's got some some bullets in the chamber, and I trust in his palate enough uh, to say buy still. What do you think about the Drop Cigar Club? You know, I mean, oh, I, I, I don't. It's it's the. We're in that kind of era where I think more and more of that's going to happen. Is he? Maybe he's just a, a step ahead too too early. I don't know. I don't know. It seems like every company like tried it for a bit. Like there was, I don't know. There was maybe seven or eight companies that did that kind of thing. And I don't, are any of them still relevant? I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, but that doesn't mean yeah. uh, that doesn't mean that that's the only route he'll go. Maybe that right. will fail. And but that's a good point, Coop. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. <coughs> I think that's a. Big mistake when you're trying to grow your brick-and-mortar retailers to go down that, that direct-to-consumer route, and it's typically not succeeded historically. Right. Uh, um, and it, it, but, you know, look at Ezra Zion. They, they went and did it, and they killed their, their, B&M, their B&M brands are dead right now. So, um, you know, I, I don't see a good success pattern. Maybe, maybe he'll do well having small releases and making quick margins, but... It's not going to help you grow as, 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 a, as a brand, you know, one of the top brands. And, and that's why I'm, like, selling my stock here. All right, Jordan, we'll let you wrap up Warped. I love Warped, but I got to say sell. I mean, uh, warp, uh, Warped was super exciting from the get-go, but we kind of, I think we all kind of saw an issue with them coming out with a new line every single year. Well, at least one new line, maybe two lines every single year. Like, where, where does that end? Um, because eventually you're going to have to start dropping lines that you came out previously if you want to keep adding new lines. It's kind of the same issue that Viaje, I think, ran into. Um, and then, you know, you start getting more nervous when all of a sudden he comes out with a wine company and he starts focusing on that. All of a sudden he comes out with a coffee company, he starts focusing on that. Where's the direction? Um, then last year at the IPCPR, there's the, the big focus was just like a, a verification system on the bands to make sure they weren't counterfeit just seemed kind of weird um and then and then you had the drop club in which was kind of a fiasco it's just it's i don't think there's a very clear direction right now i'm gonna have to sell so i'm the i'm the lone holdout yeah that's it i'm the lone holdout i trust in kyle he's gonna (laughs) he's gonna make it work i'm telling you like he's a smart guy i I love warp though i I want him to turn around yeah uh i think we all we all like the cigars i mean that maestro de tiempo is amazing great cigars yeah yeah all right, let's start with Coop on this next one. Uh, what do we got? All right. LFD. How have they handled 2020, Coop? Um, you know, it's here's again, I'm going to I'm going to come out from a different hat. They have, you know, as you know, there was um they did let some of their sales force go. Um they, you know, so they they have had trouble getting product over the past couple of years. There's no question about that. But um, I, I'm very confident with this company still. Um, first of all, when you get leaner, that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, you're an investor, and you sometimes let some of your staff go. It's, it's a sad thing to see happen, but sometimes getting leaner is, is getting a little meaner. Um, they, in my opinion, they have a Cigar of the Year candidate right now. So I think that they, they, the blends are coming out of there right now. They certainly have the production capacity to start ramping up production right now, but the DR has been hit as hard as anyone else right now, so I don't think they've been hit hard. So I'm, I'm buying right now. Uh, specifically, I think that, that small batch number seven is, is the cigar I'm alluding to. It's a, a very big contender for my cigar of the year right now. 
Um, but I can't just base it on that. Like I, said, I like the fact they got leaner. Um, I, I think they have – Lido's very talented, obviously. They got the factory. So I, I have a lot of faith in this company. They've been around for 25 years, and I, I think they'll get it right. Emmett. I think I'm going to throw out my first hold. Um, I, I, you know, I've never had any, any issues with the cigars. It's always, it's always a tasty cigar. It's always well-constructed. So I, I trust that they're going to keep making good cigars. Um, there isn't really much new coming out. Uh, Coop mentioned that, uh, that new small batch. I haven't tried that one yet, but it sounds like I need to. Um, but, yeah, I'd like to see more new stuff in order to be a buy. Um, they've never really had much of a social media presence outside of uh, John Carney. He's kind of the, the face of it. Um, and he's, he's been doing some fun stuff, like with, the, with his cooking show and all that, but I feel like it's kind of unrelated to, to LFD. So, I, you know, take that how you will, but I'm, I'm going to hold. I still, I still have faith that the company can go places, and they're not going anywhere. So, yeah, I'm going to hold it. All right, Kevin, uh, La Flor Dominicana, what do you think? De- definitely a buy, you know, just uh, it, it's one of those companies, you know, like you'd mentioned earlier, Padron, Fuente, they, they, they don't have to do a lot of advertising. They just make good cigars. Yeah. Um, you know, e- everybody has a favorite LFD, you know, and that's just, you know, and, that, and that's what, and it's always been that way every time. And they don't come out with a lot of new stuff, but when they do, it's always a hit, you know, that they, they don't, they don't have misses in, in my opinion. And like yeah. I said, it's just, it's just one of those things. They've got a loyal following, and even though it's not like a like a, a cult like Warped or anything else, just your your average cigar smoker, I think, just has a, a favorite LFD. It ju- it's just one of those cigars, so just they're 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 always hot. So definitely a buy. So Kevin is adding LFD to his portfolio. Jordan, what about you? Uh, I'll say hold. Um, they're kind of in that class where like they don't have to do anything too crazy every year to uh, keep your attention. Um, uh, you never know when Lido's going to come out with something crazy, you know. Um, and, but, you know, at the same time, you know, we get back into the so- social aspect. You got John Carney. He's kind of, is he just is he just like a meat guy now? Like, does he even care about cigars? His new title, meat guy. <laughs> he's, just, he's, he's just into meat. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go hold. Oh, this is such a tough one uh, for me. Um <laughs> Because I don't want to throw out holds. I don't want to just throw out <laughs> holds very easily. So I'm going to go ahead and say sell on this one because Ooh. 2020, I mean, this is, you can't go out and, and meet people in person. You can't have events. You have to have some sort of social media presence. And sure, John is out there a lot. By the way, John's one of my favorite guys in the entire industry. He's a great dude. He's a great guy. But it hasn't been cigar related in any way. So I, I don't like, you know, the show's great that he has. It's a, it's a hilarious show, and it's informative, but it's not going to make me want to buy LFD or anything. It's completely unrelated to cigars. And so I, I just have to, based on, on this year, i got to say sell, even though I sort of want to say hold, but I'm not going to. I'm saving my holds. <laughs> I'm saving my <laughs> Is holds. Is this the most mixed one we've had? I think so. Yeah, it's all over. We've yeah, got, we've got one of everything. One. All right, yeah. uh, let's start with Emmett yeah. this time around. All right, no pressure. Here we go. Southern Draw. Southern Draw. Uh, Southern Draw is probably always a buy for me. Um, I uh, Always good cigars. He's always coming out with new stuff, and I appreciate that. Um, and I've never had a bad Southern Draw cigar. They're all delicious. Um, Robert was kind of quiet, you know, during during the, the beginning of COVID, but he's kind of come out, come out of his shell a, bit, a little bit recently, and he's... 
he's back on social media and back uh, sending us press releases and, and talking to us again. So I, I don't think they're going to miss a beat. So I, I think they're always a buy for me. Southern Draw is great. All right, Coop, what do you think about uh, Robert and Southern Draw? Well, bias, I just had him on the show last night, so I got a lot of good information <laughs> from him. Um, you know, we, remember like four years ago when Robert didn't go to the trade show, we kind of wrote him off. Right, right. And, uh, and then a lot of, and, and then even this summer, where's Robert Holt? What's going on? Why is he traveling on an RV? And then what happens? Bam, he starts, um, he starts releasing cigars in the autumn. Um, I smoked that Brimstone Presidente last year. It's the best cigar he's made um, to date. It's a, and he's made some very good cigars. I, I, that's that Ace, that's that Grand Corona nine-inch cigar. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I like. But you think that's the, the best cigar he's made? On, oh, the, the new one, you, you, I can say hands down. I smoked it last night. I smoked <laughs> another one today. Uh, how, how long did it take I, you I to smoke? I smoked it on Wednesday good. as well. Uh, it took me three hours each day. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't finish it by the end of the show last night. That's a strong cigar to smoke um, for three hours. I really hours. liked it. I really liked it. Now, I've been, I've been hard on some of Robert's cigars, too, and he'll be the first one to tell you that, right? Um, but, but this was really good. But here's the thing. I, I think this is a guy in a company that has a vision and a plan and that they're not trying to get, they're not trying to be overly tactical. They got a strategic end goals there. And Robert talked about a 15 year plan and the trajectory of growth is there. And the fact that again, he kind of rises from the adversity of this summer and he's got some exciting releases coming out. He's really smart of how he's partnered with some of the bigger retailers while not ignoring the small brick and mortars. He's done a good job with that. So he's a buy for me. Well, let's go to uh, Kevin. A, a month ago, I would have said sell, you know, maybe a month and a half. Like, wh where, where is Robert? He, he, he's on this, this summer Hold mega on. tour in, in the RV. Why, why isn't he going live? Why isn't he engaging? He's visiting all these cool places. He could be sharing that with us, sharing the plans for all the cigars, you know, and then it's like, he, he, he disappeared. So, but now, now there's, you know, we're starting to hear, like Coop said, we're starting to hear from him. He's got some cigars coming out. Um, so for me, it's a hold because I, I haven't tried any of his new stuff yet. So I, I don't know anything of, of really about his newer cigars other than, like I said, the press releases. So I, I'm, I'm going to say hold, but like I said, a, a month ago, it would have been a definite sell. I'm like, is, is Robert leaving? Is he, is he leaving the cigar industry? I, I don't know what's going on. He's not talking to anybody. You know, but you know, now that I guess he's wrapping up his summer vacation, you know, it's um, it, it's 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 probably it's going to be a hold until later this year until I get some of these cigars and and then see what the consensus is among the consumers as well, you know, on these new blends and and find out you know a little bit more about the cigars. I do have to say with Robert, like, I I know this will probably never happen, but I I kind of want to see what he could do without AJ Fernandez like I he's hinted about that recently but he said he's got such a great <laughs> palette and, and he's such a good blender I want to see what he can do outside of that kind of safety net of, of AJ Fernandez right. well I think uh, my opinion on this one and I'll let you go last Jordan is uh, you guys all three of you summed it up perfectly had this show had we done this show three weeks ago I would have probably said sell because it seemed like mm -hmm. I know he's done this before, kind of gone into hiding, but I have to just, I, I don't know when he's going to come out. That, I, I can't judge that, so I would have said sell. But, boom, comes out of hiding, right back with some great releases. That, the, that new Desert Rose uh, was phenomenal. Jordan, phenomenal. Um, 
And so I would say now Phenomenal. it goes to Late. buy. It goes to buy yeah. just within the span of maybe three weeks. Great job, Robert Holt. Good on you because uh, I I was worried like because normally he's he's very active on social yeah, media. Yeah, he's all over it. And he just wasn't. It was just like nothing. Just nothing. I was like, geez, did he oh. did he decide to bow out? That, that's that. That was my thought. <coughs> I agree with you guys on that. I was more worried about the back orders that I was hearing about. That was the part that alarmed me a lot more than him not being on social media. The fact that he had back orders and that. And I think once he got that problem rectified, everything else fell into play right now. Because if you don't have product to deliver, you're, you're done. I mean, there's no way around it. And, and for a while, he was back ordered, and he admitted that. All right, uh, Jordan, I'll let you wrap this one up. Um, I love Southern Draw, but sticking with the theme of the show, I don't think you just get a pull a Biden and call a lid on the entire year <laughs> and just expect that like all of a sudden you come out of hiding in the last two months of the year and everything to be okay. Going to have to sell. Um, Whoa. Whoa. I think Southern draw is going to be just fine, but you know, we're, we're going in on the six month, you know, stock market region here. I'm going to have to sell. Mm-hmm. Um, the desert rose in uh, Lonsdale size is pretty cool. Um, nothing too crazy though to catch my eye. All right, Jordan, going uh, rogue, going rogue there. I like that though. Oh. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's start off with Kevin on this next one. Uh, Kevin, would you buy, sell, or hold on Gurkha? Gurkha, God, what what do, what do you <laughs> what what do you, what do you what do you do about Gurkha? Um, sell, you know, um, they, they 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 overall they just don't, in my opinion, they just don't make good cigars. Um, uh, they, they, you know, they're, I, you know, I think a, a lot of people have, have forgotten. I mean, we, we, you know, all of you know this, we, we ever, you know, in the social media world, we only have a two to four week memory of, of anything that happens. So I think the whole thing mm-hmm. with, uh, Kaizad is, is, is long forgotten. You know, m- most people, I, I think us in the media, you know, um, probably made more of a, a, a stink about that than the average consumer even realized what was going on. But um, I, I just, I you know, and hopefully Jim Colucci's not listening because we just had him on the show. But I, but I think Gurkha's a sell. I you just that they're not exciting. They they just when's the last time they they come out with something that was that was really good, like really good, like everybody was talking about. But it, it's one of those cigars that's so yet so controversial because you've got the Gurkha lovers and then you've got the Gurkha haters, and there's like nobody in the middle. But um, yeah, they just. For me, they just haven't made a, a good cigar in a really long time, so it's definitely a sell for Gurkha. All right, Coop, uh, what do you think, Gurkha? This is my first hold I'm um, going to do. So the one thing I think that they were doing good before the Kaizad situation was I, I think engaging with Aganarsa Leaf was a really smart thing. And I think it upped their game in terms of what they were delivering to market. And I think uh, Kevin's right. There was a lot of unexciting stuff before that. Um, there's no question about that. I've been a little more intrigued with the stuff that's been coming out of Aganora, so I think it was a good partnership for them. Um, but the Kaiser, I think Kevin's also right. This is a short memory. However, I think there was some damage done, and I don't know how much they've—I don't know how much business they've lost per se. But they've got a lot of work to do, I think, to do that. And if if we don't—and I don't know—eventually it may come out at some point that Kaiser's still with the company, or people still don't see that Kai, if they don't see Kaiser gone. It may inhibit their growth, so I think I'm holding to see what happens if they act, if Kaizad actually divests from the company or not. All right, Emmett. 
Yeah, I'm going to go hard sell on that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just the whole thing with Kaizad really was bad. Uh, I don't I don't think people have forgotten about it. I, and what, what is Gurkha without Kaizad? His name is on literally every single band. Like, I, how do you recover from that? I guess we'll see. Um, and Coop's right. The the Agonorsa stuff was definitely <coughs> good, but I think they need uh, they need to land a solid like spokesperson. Like if if they landed like Michael Herklotz or something, that'd be totally different. Or if they, mm-hmm. you know, there was talk a couple years ago about them getting their own factory. That never happened. If that happens, I, I might I might change my tune. But it just isn't. It, it's still a sell for me. I, it was probably a sell a year ago, even before the Kaizad thing. Um, I just don't don't get where they're trying to go right now, and I, I don't know if that's going to improve. Jordan? Oh, how do you not sell on this one? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a sell long ago. Every, I think most people would be a sell on this one long ago. Um, but the Agonorsa thing, it, it had some excitement last year, but then when we actually smoked it, them, they were, I mean, it was like they went to Agonorsa, and they were like, just just make a cigar. Like, give us your worst tobacco. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> the, the first half of both of the, all, all three of those that they've done so far have been good, and then the second half is a, is a complete letdown. And then the Kazad thing, it's complete sell. I, uh, I cannot sell this stock fast enough. It's <laughs> burning a hole in my pocket. I mean, look, here's the thing. Gurkha sells a ton of cigars. There's no doubt about it. But as a buyer of stock or seller of stock, I have to feel good about the company, right? I have to feel good about it. And I don't feel good about Gurkha at all. Like, I've almost never had a good Gurkha cigar. Oddly enough, <coughs> not to get political, but one of the best cigars I ever had from them was a Trump that, cigar. I knew you were going to say that. It actually was. Trump Presidente, that was the best cigar they've made. Really good cigar. <laughs> hey, you know, throw everything out that you know. Yeah. It was a decent cigar. But on balance, their there's cigars typically don't perform well. They usually blow up. That's a kind of a running joke uh, among cigar smokers uh, that you might find on the dojo or Twitter or anywhere else. Like, you know, people are just ready for their Gurkha to just explode, like, you know, an inch into their cigar. And then, and then their marketing strategy, I can't stand, you know, get $195 worth of cigars for a <laughs> buck ninety-five. I mean, it just insults my intelligence. I'm a hard sell. Hard sell. All Only right. a cigar company I've ever seen on Groupon. <laughs> what? <laughs> if that says yeah. anything. That's true, actually. Yeah, it was, they were on Groupon. story. You know, the other thing just, you know, Kevin made a point about Jim Colucci, and I have a lot of respect for Jim Colucci, and he's a smart businessman, too. And if there's anybody right now who can navigate this, and if it's sold and he's running the company, I have a lot of faith in him right now. He's done a very, very, he's had a very successful career. So that's why I'm, I'm not writing them off yet. I'm holding. Well, that's a good point, but I guess time will tell on that one. Jim is a smart guy. Yeah. There's no doubt about yeah. that. Yeah. So hopefully in a year from now or six months from now when we do the show again, we'll have uh, we'll want to buy because he'll have turned it around. But you got to turn it around. So uh, at this yep. point, I have not. They got to get that sale done, otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. So all right, let's uh, let's see. Let's I guess we would start with Coop on this next one. Right? Now, do you want to do a commercial? Uh, oh yeah, let's do our commercial real quick, guys. This show is sponsored by JR Cigars. By the way, we have a new commercial for JR Cigars, and we forgot to run it at the beginning of the show. So uh, let's should we just run it right now, Jordan? Uh, Can we run that commercial right now? Instead of me doing the read, we'll just uh, we'll just uh, run the.
Check oh, that out. Was, that was a cool commercial. Check out JR Cigars for all of your premium sexy. cigar needs. That's why I have you, Jordan, as a producer, because I would have forgot the commercial. That was almost like I made that commercial. Yeah. It was so There good. should have been some climatic music, though. There was. You probably couldn't oh, hear it. There, you probably oh, okay. couldn't hear it. Oh, okay. On your the, the viewers, they, they were it was loving very it. Right now, all the viewers oh, okay. are just, they're stunned. Phenomenal. Okay, okay. It's phenomenal, so... All right, we're about halfway through. This is uh, episode 266 of the Cigar Biz Stock Market. We were with our good buddies, Emmett Malone of Blind Man's Puff. Thank you, Emmett, for joining us. Of course. Cigar we call him Emmettitos. <laughs> William Cooper <laughs> from Cigar Coop is with us. Hey, and, of course, Kevin Shahan of Cigar Prop. This is his debut uh, appearance on Smoke Night Live, so we're super th- thankful that you were able to take the time, Kevin, to join us. And there we Always go. a pleasure. All right, let's start with Coop on this. Let's get right back into the stock market. We are deciding if we should buy, sell, or hold stock in these companies. Illusioni. Coop, what are your thoughts on Illusioni? You know, I'm, I'm buying Illusioni. Um, the quality of what this company delivers and what Dion delivers year after year um, it, it speaks for itself. Um, now, Dion... We've been hearing a lot about this what's new, the whole thing, and I don't think that that should necessarily be a barometer for you know, how the company's going to do. Um, I, liked what, I liked the approach that Dion's been taking over the past few years. He, he's, he's very organic with his growth. Um, he, I do think he does need to still maybe the sales force needs to get a little more deeper maybe into the stores. But, you know, Luzioni is a staple brand right now. Um, they do really well. Um, they, they aren't a huge production outlet, and I don't know if they'll ever be a mass production company. So I'm looking at them from a smaller company. I think that they're in a very good zone, and I have so much confidence that what Dion's going to do in his pipeline down the road. Now, th- again, this year you're going to say he only he didn't release anything but a PCA cigar. I, I get that, but that's Dion's done that many, many other years, and he's been successful. Right. All right, let's go to Emmett. Uh, what are your thoughts on Illusioni? I think Coop nailed it. Um, it's a buy for me. Uh, he he always kind of does the same thing. Like, you know exactly what to expect. Uh, he's always going to come out with, you know, one limited cigar a year, something like that, and then a new new regular production cigar every couple years. But it's always going to be phenomenal, um, and you just know what you're going to get. And it's, phenomenal. Thank you. <laughs> and it's always steady. Like, it's that, it's that stock that you know is always just going to go up a little bit each year, and it's going to give you a return. You're going to get some nice uh, return on your investment. I, it's definitely a buy. All right, Kevin, your thoughts on Illusioni? You know, it's a, it's weird. I'm going to say a buy, but I've never smoked an Illusione. Oh, I've got what? I've got I've got dozens of them in my humidor. Brian Matola just sent me some. It's a cigar I've never smoked, but it's one of the cigars that's in my humidor that I'm super excited to smoke because everybody talks about Illusione. Everybody talks about these fantastic cigars. That, that they make and, and they got such a good following in uh it's and so if you if you're talking about a stock talking about a company that's that's hot and you can only go with what the general public is talking about i'm i'm gonna go buy even though i've never smoked one never smoked a single cigar from them and it's a cigar company that i'm excited about and and I, and I don't know why. I, I I don't know why I'm well, excited. You, I think Kevin, I think you got you got to you got to rectify that yeah. uh, situation. Get yourself yeah. an Epernay yeah. or a Singulare, and I, I've got I've do got it. all of them. And and I, and I want to start with the uh, because everybody knows I'm a Candela lover, you know. Um, and everybody says oh, you're the, you're the one guy that down, lives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're that, that you're that guy. We've heard of you. One of the best <laughs> Candelas you'll get. 
that's one of the best Candela's out there. Disappoint. That's all yeah. I've heard. That's all yeah. I've heard. The best Candela yeah. out there, and I've had two of the Candelas for probably a year, and I don't, and I don't understand why. <laughs> I, you know, I just, I just keep bypassing that. that what is cigar. wrong with you? No time like the present. <laughs> Go grab it. it. You're, yeah. you're, you're, yeah. you're complete. You're completely. You don't want to let them age too long either. Candelas no. don't age well. They have a long time. Oh, they yeah. don't yeah. age. They, they just kind of disappear soon. into yes. the ether. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, you, you know how you know how to tell uh, a really good candela, right? No, how's that? Tastes nothing like a candela. <laughs> that's so you know, true. But, that, but that's, that's true. what I that's what I love. You know, I love that little bit of uh, bitterness, that little bit of grassiness. That's why I was so disappointed in Nick Melillo, his uh, uh, the grasshopper, because it was a beautiful cigar. But if you blindfolded me, you know, no pun intended there, Emmett. Hey, um, hey. you 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 you. you <laughs> You couldn't tell that was a Candela at all. It was a beautiful cigar, smoked great, but you couldn't tell it was a Candela. And that to was me, a that's an endorsement of that cigar. I... Okay, <laughs> okay. You know, like I just, I just love that. I just love that taste, and it's just, um, and, and I'm always, I'm always hunting that that good Candela. You know, and I've asked all the manufacturers because I read a great book, and it was about uh, um, cigar makers in the early 1900s, and it was just a, a historical reference book. And there was one part of the book to where someone said, you know, it, it, obviously everybody knows that Candela's used to be the, the number one cigar, you know, the American market selection in, here in the U.S., you know, and, and he had said, you know, I love the cigar because it, it's sweet like pineapple. So I, I'm always hunting these, these or asking these manufacturers, what happened to the Candela? So, so either A, the Candela has truly gotten worse over time, and, and that's what the bitterness that some people don't like. Or pineapples used to taste like garbage, and now they're really, really sweet, not like they used to. Maybe, maybe Candela or maybe pineapples sucked back in the day in the early 1900s, and, <laughs> and, and Candelas—that's what a—that's what a pineapple used to taste like, a Candela. So I, I don't know. All right, Jordan, what's your thoughts on Illusioni? Um, I am somewhere in between a buy and a hold. Um, that's love, not an acceptable answer. I know. I'll give an answer. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Love Illusioni. Um, I'm, I'm, I think I'm more in the hold area. Like, you, you're never gonna go wrong with them, but like, I don't see much growth at this point. Mm. Yeah, this is a short answer. Okay. Um, I, I, you know, like, I don't think there's anybody in the industry that has, <laughs> has a better palate than Dion. Um, and he's a smart guy. And he's a nice guy. And he was on our uh, Flavor Odyssey show. Um, a couple months back, and dropped some knowledge. On super knowledgeable, yeah. really interesting uh, guy. Uh, I'm, but just based on this year, I, I can only, I can only go uh, what I know this year, which has been not much. And so right now, I'm going to just sell the stock, and I'm going to hope that uh, he has a better year next year. Wow, I'm sell I'm what? Selling. I'm selling. I'm selling. You're, you're just, you're just, just trying to be a rebel. I'm sport. not trying to be a rebel. I'm not trying to be a rebel. <laughs> You're trying to shake things up. I'm just saying, based on this summer, I, what 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 am I to do? You know, I, I need more. I need more. Right, we're looking. We are looking at a tight, yeah, time span. I wanna here. I wanna see action. I wanna see something. But I wouldn't kill it, Eric, strictly on what they've done. I mean, they, 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 the, the I look at how the company is operating and doing business. That's kind of how I would look at that, and I think they're sound. Well, I mean, I mean let's how many bad Illusionis have you ever smoked? Almost never. I mean, the cigars are fantastic. But it's not just the cigar. It's the company. Yeah, like, I mean... Or, uh, 
He's not trying to grow like crazy though. He's just he is what he is. Like I and I respect that. that. But as but a that stock, doesn't make that yeah, doesn't, right. it's that still doesn't a stock. lend me. But in terms to of value, it's always going up even if it's not like a crazy trajectory. Is it, is I, it going up? I, I believe it is. All right. I don't know. I don't know. What do I know? What do you know? All right, Emmett, we're gonna start with you this time. Well done a great job with them too, by the way. He, I think he's helped Deano. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. All right, we'll start with Emmett on this one. Uh, right. Jordan, what's next? Uh, we've got, hey, oh, we've th- decided to throw in a couple retailers Ooh. tonight. So if you were, this is a retail brand, buy, sell, or hold, we've got Smoke In. Abe's watching, so hold your breath, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go buy. Like, uh, I love everything Abe's doing right now. He, he's killing, absolutely killing it. Uh, the Battle of the Bands was was so cool, such a cool idea, and he's trying to do new stuff that no one's ever done before, and he's he's totally doing it. He's not he's not like one of the big box retailers, but he's he's kind of uh, one you can you know you can count on. He's going to have a good selection. I absolutely buy. It. Uh, Abe is just all over social media and coming up with new ideas, and that's that's what matters. He's he's killing it. All right, Kevin, thoughts? Oh, definitely buy. Um, it, 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 he he's absolutely crushing it. You know, he he's one of the the the, the few. I don't know, I guess, you know, uh, from the, the big, you know, he, I don't know, he's really not a big box retailer, but as the retailers, he's the one that's always online. Always, if you got a problem, Abe is there. You know, if you, if you love something by Abe, he's there. He's not just jumping on to, hey, you know, sorry, you had that problem, you know, call us, we'll correct it. You know, if you have something good to say, he's on. If you got something bad to say, he's on. And um, like I said, just everything he's done, this has been the, the summer of Abe to Babna for, for sure. And it's his shop, a, his shop exclusives are are always on point too. Like that's another thing. Like he, he has cigars too. Like that that are only available through Smoke In. That's great. And then they're always good. They're one of the few shop exclusive places that you actually care about. That's well, right. Smoke In sort of made shop exclusives cool. I feel like. Yeah. Oh yeah. With, with, with the that, micro. With the micro. The micro like badge, before, yeah. it was just like, oh, just slap a sub band on this cigar and we'll sell it just through our site. But Smoke In's micro blend series was like. The next level. Did you guys ever have the Solaris? That was my favorite. Oh, that was a fun Oh, my God. That, that, that cigar was fantastic. So, Jordan, I'm assuming you're a buy? Oh, easy buy. They, they're, like, <laughs> they're like the Drew Estate of, uh, of, the, of, uh, menu, of uh, online retailers in the, in the pandemic era here. Yeah. Killing it. I'll, Coop, I'll go, and then I'll let you go last. Um, this is a solid buy. The Cigar of the Month Club uh, from Smoke In changed the game like nobody has done a cigar of the month club yeah. like smoking does because here's the thing typically with a cigar of the month club we all know what it's like right it's like you get one good cigar three meh, and then like a total something you've never heard of <laughs> a total dog rocket that they're just trying to clear out that is not what you get with uh the smoking cigar of the month club yeah that cigar of the month club literally that's five amazing cigars yep and so just on based on that alone, even just setting aside the fun Battle of the Bands thing that we did, like the Cigar of the Month Club to me just gives it gives Smoke In just such a fun uh, vibe with you know guys that are in the industry and that are having fun, just trying to like get new stuff. Like I just I look forward to that Cigar of the Month Club more than I look forward to any time that I've ever been involved in a Cigar of the Month Club. That's the one. If you're watching this show right now. Give that a shot. I don't even know if you still can. It might be sold out. I'm not sure. But it, if you can, get in on that. Get in on that. It's incredible. Coop, what do you think? Smoke in. Buy, sell, hold. Yeah, it's unanimous here. Um, you know, you look at Abe, first of all, as an innovator. 
And you talked about the battle of the bands. No one's ever done anything like that in any industry before. I mean, you think about that. Cigar to Month Club. He made Cigar to Month Clubs cool. I mean, he really did. He, he upped the level on that. You look at his events that he's done over the years in his retail stores. Um, I'd probably put only him and Dave Garofalo in that category as far as, you know, just coming out of the box with events. The thing that I really learned about Abe, though, and, and this is something I learned from Battle of the Bands, is I learned a lot about retail, like from Battle of the Bands. This is something I probably didn't understand well. And I got out of this. Man, Abe's a good businessman. He knows how. I mean, he understands business really well. Um, and that's why he's so <laughs> successful. Um, the sky's the limit, in my opinion, for Abe right now. Um, it, this is an easy buy. Yeah, no doubt about that. So that's, that's our first unanimous. I think that might be our very first uh, unanimous one. Uh, do we have Kevin? No, no, no. Drew Estate. Drew Estate was unanimous. Oh, that's, that's right. Oh, okay. yeah, oh, the very, very first right. one. Yeah, yeah. Ke Kevin was. Okay. Yeah, Kevin did his. Uh, we'll start with Coop, even though we just finished with you. Coop, we're going to go right back to you. The next brand is PDR. What do you think about PDR? Um, you know, right now, I'm probably leaning towards a sell. Um. They, they keep, there's a few things, and I like Abe Flores a lot. They keep rebranding, right? They keep repackaging. They keep redesigning. I think that's confusing to the customer right now. Um, too many of their lines look very different than they did a few years ago, and some of these lines have gone through multiple packaging things, and I think it's confusing to the customer. Um, I think the other thing that I'm looking at with them is, you know, I see a lot of these. I'm not a. There was just something aficionado this week. Uh, I found these cigars in the factory. I'm not a big fan of that. Um, it, it doesn't excite me right now. Um, I think he's got a few key core brands that if he focused on right now, um, he could do really, really well with them. Um, but I think I, I want to see some consistency right now, now from them, and I'm just not seeing that right now. And there's too much competition out there, that on the shelf. So I'm selling. All right, uh, Kevin, thoughts? Uh, definitely a sell on uh, on PDR. Um, are are they are they a premium cigar company? Are they a bundled cigar company? <clears throat> you know, they're, they're just they're all over the place on on their cigars. You know, it, it you know you, you see you can, you can buy some cigars for twelve dollars. You can buy some for five dollars. It's just it's I, I don't understand the direction of, of the company where where they're going. Like even long term. Um, like what, 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 what are they doing? I, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't get it. They, they, they make some good cigars. They make some not so good cigars. I just, I don't understand where they're going All right. know, as, as a company. Fair enough. Uh, Emmett. Yeah. I'm going to agree with both of you guys. I think, I think both of you nailed it. Like the, the price discrepancy between, uh, you know, like what you see in a brick and mortar and what you see online, you go on cigar bid and buy, you know, most of their cigars for two bucks a piece, which rubs me the wrong way but they i mean they are pretty good cigars usually um yeah i agree with that yeah i mean they're good cigars but yeah they don't they don't have much of a direction right now and there's nothing really new to speak of uh and and like you said coop the the branding changes kind of throw me off a little bit um and they don't really have that that guy they don't have a a, a sports person that's like out there selling and and, and on social media um Abe is kind of a, a quiet guy. Uh, they had Richie Otero for a while. He was he was fun to talk to at IPCPR, but he's gone now. Uh, so they don't really have they don't really have a guy. Um, right. So that's kind of my thought. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree uh, with everybody so far. Uh, buy. I I I've only had one PDR. Oh wait, you, you sell. I mean sell. Sorry, uh, I've only had one PDR in my life that I liked. I can't even remember what it was. 
you liked that one I gave you after that hockey game. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what yeah. was that one called? That was the. Uh, yeah, that was pretty. I good. I can't remember what it was called. It was yeah, a good that was, one. That was pretty good. Uh, but just not enough good stuff for me to uh, to buy. So I'm going to sell Jordan. Uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty hard sell. I, I remember when I first got into cigars, PDR was one of the ones that like they were they had a good bang for your buck value, and I was pretty into them yep. back in the day. But just like I feel like one of the the ways I gauge these companies if they're growing or shrinking is based on their IPCPR booth. And like PDR, like three or four years ago, they had like a booth that was like Drew Estate size, and then like the next year it was a little smaller. Next year, like. The last year we went to IPCPR, their booth was one of it was like a teeny little, like one of the smaller booths, and it just seems like uh, they're, you know, no, nobody's really paying attention to them anymore. Yeah, mm. that's uh, that's rough, but that's good. That's hey, this is good feedback for you guys. Come on, PDR, we're rooting for you. <laughs> it was the AFR seventy five Claro. Was yeah, the it wasn't one that, bad. That was good. Yeah. Was I mean, bad. they've got they've got a couple of cigar aficionado nods. I think that's helped them, but like, mm-hmm. yeah. Other than that. What's keeping him going? Okay, great. Let's start off with uh, Kevin Shahan from Cigar Prop. Are you going to buy, sell, or hold E.P. Carrillo? God, I, I, I don't know. That, that, that's, that's such a hard one. Um, brand recognition, you know, um, they're, they're out there. They, they, they got the Cigar Aficionado nod. Um, is it a cigar? It's For, for me, it's a sell. I, I don't. I, I don't seek out their cigars. It's just uh, they they make good cigars, but I, I don't know why. There's just it's just one of those things. I, I don't seek them out. I don't seek them out to smoke them, to buy them. I, I, I don't know what it is. It's just um, God, I, I can't place my finger on it, but it's just not something that um, that, that I seek out. And, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's because of a social media thing. I, I, I don't know. Um, uh, like who's affiliated with the company? Um, like, like, like you know, we've said many times, who's the who's the spokesman? Who's the who's the guy? Who's the you know the, the EP guy that's out there? Um, well, I, I, be I don't know, but he's not. Yeah, well, well, yeah. well, yeah, you know. But you know, when's the last time you seen seen him? You know, out, out right. there online, you know, a- answering questions, you know, just being active. And and I hate to always come back to that. You know, you're not active. You know, it's like dance for me, monkey. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, you know, you're not on social media. You don't, you don't have anything better to do than to, than to, to, to entertain us during our days. You know, so, so I, I hate to keep going back to that, but um, I, I don't know what it is about that cigar, it's or about that company. I just, it, it's not, you know, yay or nay. It's, you know, I don't think highly of them. I don't think, you know, badly of them. It's just not a company that. That I really even think about. So are you so going to sell? I'm, I'm going to sell. He said sell. He's going to sell. All right, Coop. What about you? Bye. Uh, I think um, again, Ernesto is become. This it's a very similar situation on La Florida Minicana. It, it's almost identical. Uh, maybe with the exception of the back orders aren't there, but um, it's a company. They don't have to come out with a lot of new cigars every year. This is a company that's had a number one, number two, number three, and a number four cigar on aficionado. I mean, so they've been they've been there. They're, they're consistent. Um, I I think the pledge was probably the number one cigar I was looking forward to if there would have been a trade show. Um, I think what Ernesto's doing with Connecticut Habano wrapper right now is a bit of a game changer in the industry. We've seen him use that on on, on some of the Crown Head stuff and some of the and one of the TAA cigars, and now he's putting it into his most premium line. Um, I, I, I haven't smoked the pledge yet. I'm in possession of those right now. 
Um, I think he's a solid. I think it's a solid businessman right now. Um, I think he does need a little help in terms of a face of the company. I mean, he had kind of Jose in that role, who was kind of his feet on the ground. He doesn't have that right now, and he's so busy in the factory. Um, I mean, we did have him on the show in June. He's doing KMA tomorrow, so he is accessible. You just have to get to him. Um, but, you know, he's not out there every week either. I get that, too. But solid company, solid cigars. Um, you know, they're now in, going into their second 10 years of business. I think they're going to be around for as long as he wants to be in the business, so I'm buying. All right, Emmett, thoughts? I think I'm going to throw out my second hold on EPC, um, just because the cigars are always solid, like you guys have said. Um, but yeah, I, I don't feel like there's any excitement around it. Um, there's nothing like the pledge. I heard I've heard really good things. I haven't smoked it yet. I, I'm excited to try it. Um, but yeah, I think. Uh, Jose Blanco, when he came, I was excited that he was going to kind of be that guy, and I feel like he didn't really, didn't really do it for me. Like he, he wasn't really that guy, and now he's gone. Um, so yeah, and I feel like with the when he got Cigar of the Year, he didn't really capitalize on it. Like I don't, I don't know what what the formula is for that for for capitalizing on it, but I, I don't think they did it. So uh, you're right; they have a lot of brand recognition and they they have a solid business. So I'm an, I'm going to hold, but there's just nothing exciting about it right now. All right, Jordan. You know, with, with, oh, with that being ahead, said, if I, if I could interrupt, uh, you yeah, know, when's the last time you, you had a cigar of the year that never left the, the brick and mortar? You know, they made cigar of the year. I was able to find it that day, that next week, that month, three months later, six months later, a year later. It's still a cigar that I can walk into any brick of the brick and mortar and still find that cigar. So, yeah, it just they never had, you know, like, like Emmett said, they never capitalized on that. So I think it's one of those cigars that just you know it didn't get the consumer excited you know i can't remember the last cigar of the year you know that that you know was still on the market a month later you know usually it's gone gone uh, completely comes back a year later jordan you're uh, the only, i agree with yeah, yeah kevin, ahead, let me say something. i kind of agree with kevin on that except i think they had enough production of that out in the market more production than some of these other cigars of the year okay i think that was more of a factor of that but okay but I, your point i don't disagree that it was a lot easier to get uh, I'm I'm kind of torn on them. Like I feel like they've always been held up by Cigar Aficionado since day one. You know, it, it, the first Cigar Aficionado magazine highly rated um, a La Gloria Cubana, and from from that point on, um, they've always you know they gave La, La Historia number two, they gave Encore number one. I don't think it deserved it at all in my mind. Um, and and they they haven't really capitalized on that. They've just relied on these cigar aficionado uh, ratings. They've never really engaged with their consumers. Um, but at the same, then on the other flip side, this new pledge is really really good. Like this this is a contender for cigar of the year for me. Um, the best cigar I've ever had from EPC, and so I'm gonna go hold. Oh wow. I am going to go buy based on the pledge. Guys, they have a chance to do it again. I mean, I, I get all I get what you're saying, Emmett. I get what you're saying, Kevin. All of that is true. That being said, this next cigar could be a big hit. And I have yet to see anybody smoke it that didn't think it was uh, amazing. So just based on the pledge alone, I'm buying because I'm excited about what this cigar might bring to their brand again. Hopefully they can capitalize it, capitalize on it even more. Uh, it's a fantastic stick, so I'm buying based on the pledge. All right, we only have four. I got a yeah, go ahead. now based on what you said. So 
Yeah, yeah I got to smoke mine now. I have them. You got to get that. You got to smoke that. Group. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. All right, yeah. just four left. We have Dare just four I say left. phenomenal. It's phenomenal. I'm going to start this one, Jordan. Ooh. I'm going to start this one. Uh-oh. Go ahead. Fire it up. All right. What is it? What do we got? But Fuente. Ooh, okay. Guys, here's the thing. You can teach an old dog new tricks. Fuente has, they have handled this year <coughs> fantastic. Like, you would expect, like, there was a time when you couldn't get anything out of Fuente. You'd walk into their booth in, at the IPCPR, nobody would talk to you. Nobody yep. would talk to you. But all of a sudden, you, they are now accessible. This year, they've done a fantastic job of becoming accessible. And now with their, the collaboration that they're doing with Padron, like, I mean, come on, Fuente's probably going to be a buy no matter what anyways, yeah. but now it's like a double buy. Like, scrape up some money that's in savings and buy because they are, are, are really making an impact and they are connecting with their consumer. They have the two, the two items that are most important. Great product, and now all of a sudden connecting with their product. And you add that to the fantastic history that they've had. Like, this is just like a triple buy. Jordan, what's your thought? Oh, goodness, it's a buy. They just exactly what you've been saying. All of a sudden, they are accessible, and they're, you know, they're doing new stuff. The, like, what every cigar fanatic has always wanted was a Fuente and Padron collaboration or to even acknowledge each other in any sort of way, and all of a sudden, we've got that. Like, it's, it's insane. Bye. Emmett. Only in 2020. <laughs> yeah, definitely buy for sure. Uh, for me, Fuente is like the Apple stock. Like, they, they're just always going to keep going up. I mean... The Opus has been around for forever, and the, there's still buzz around it. People, people on forums that are new to cigars are like, "Oh, I've heard I need to try the Opus." That's, that's just the thing. It's still like the the cigar that's the luxury cigar people want to try. So it, I don't think that's ever going to go away. So it's definitely a buy, and I for sure appreciate the fact that they're accessible now and talking to us. Um, yeah, all the way around, all good things, always good cigars, and they always come out with you know a little something new. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, definitely fresh. Yeah. Keep it fresh, but that you still have the classics. I'm a buy. Coop. You know they were a buy before. They're they're like I said, they definitely got more social in- media engaged this year. Um, so they would have been a buy before. But look at look at what they're doing right now. Um, start out with the. We haven't even talked about the pinks. The the pinks have gotten a lot of excitement right now. It's a, it's a new line coming out. I think that so there's a lot of you know anticipation as far as that goes. Um, you know we're going to see something with that. Go forward with the, um, you know, obviously the, the, the collaboration they're doing with Padron, it's, it's going to be historic. Um, you know, people are going to people are going to go to that trade show. That's going to be a lot of attention. Eric, you said it. it's one of the most exciting things that happened in the industry in a while. Um, but, you know, they, like I said, they just they they got it. They got it nailed down from top to bottom. I mean, the way they kind of work, engage with their retailers and, you know, they have great shelf presence, a fantastic sales staff. Um and, you know, the other thing we have that's starting to come out is, you know, the Nicaraguan factory. That's going to open up a whole new avenue, I think, to what we're going to see from this company in the next few years. So for me, it's like it, Emmett used the word Apple stock. It's a perfect analogy here. Buy, triple buy, like you said. Yep. Yeah. All right, Kevin, can this be unanimous also? Hard to sell. Hard Whoa. sell. Oh, and, 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 and this isn't. I'm, I'm take, the heck? Are you are you kidding right now? I'm going to take my opinion completely out of it. I'm going to go with the opinion of the consumers that I hear from on a daily basis. My followers, um, three months ago, maybe four months ago, hard buy completely. Um, it, it, it he, they have aligned themselves with some 
influencers that that aren't good for their brand. They used mm, to be a, a a brand. You know, this this was this regal company, this prestigious company. You know, this was Fuente, and then they, they've you know, not, and I don't I don't want to name names, but they've aligned themselves with some some influencers that 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 aren't doing good for their brand. And um and and it's it's I I think less of Fuente than I ever have. Wow. I feel like uh, you have to name that's, names. That's a shock. <laughs> that, that is a shocker. Eric, you wanted a hot take. That you got it. You, you, oh, you, you know, it's it's when you when you've got these these half naked women oh, that are okay. that are on that are on social media. Who doesn't like half naked women? We want full naked women. Right. <laughs> I want more of that. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, you know, he he had you know he had a, a, a great spokes. You know, Angela Yu. Everybody knows Angela Yu. The uh, uh, you know the Fuente girl. You know, she was always classy, and then they've kind of got, you know, and I, I don't know, I just, it, people are going to hate me, but they've gone less classy. They, they've seemed to, to hit the bottom of the barrel. Kevin, no, no, nobody's, nobody's going to hate you. Although I do have a Fuente ashtray, and it has it has some boob on it, you know, like, yeah. that, that's from back in the day. They've had some edgy <laughs> stuff. I mean, yeah, there's the uh, the pussy juice has been out there. Yeah. I mean, that, there's, some, there's some edgy stuff that's been around for years. Uh, like, it's not a new thing. Yeah, I was going to say that. That's a, yeah, that's a hot I, take. I, I, I appreciate it. But that, I appreciate Kevin. the hot take, yeah. Yeah. All right. What's, what's next, Jordan? Uh, let me look here. Uh, let's go to, uh, we'll start with Emmett. Yeah, Emmett. What is your take on crowned heads? Ooh, that's a tough one. Just three brands left. This is the Give me one of three them. seconds to think about that. <laughs> <coughs> I'm still gonna go buy on crowned heads. Um, I like that they have the new collaboration with Ace Prime. That's a cool deal. Because um, I really like I really like what Ace Prime has done. Um, their their social media presence was lackluster, but I feel like Crown Heads kind of helps them with that. And it's kind of a mutual, mutually beneficial relationship. Um, and I love John Huber. And uh, Miguel Shodell, he's great. Um, he's always been active on social media. Good to us. Um, the cigars are still good. The quality's there. Um, they're always coming out with new stuff. Uh, it's it's a buy. It's not a it's not a hard buy. But I'm I'm gonna invest in that. Crown Heads has been around for a long time, and I have faith in it. Kevin, De- definite hard buy on uh, Crown Heads because their their cigars have longevity. Their their cigar those are the cigars that people are. You know, even if even if I don't, you know, I don't enjoy everything John makes, but for the most part, I, I love everything that John makes. But John on the secondary market ha- has, you know, everything he has is golden. You know, uh, the the Los Calavares, the the the, the various years. Um, just you, you buy that cigar, you hang, you 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 buy two boxes, you hang on to a box, you smoke it, and then you you store that second box because you're going to sell it for three times that value in two to three years time you know so it's a cigar that that always everything he makes always goes up up in value all right that's a good take coop what do you think about crown heads you know they're a buy um you know for all the reasons that (laughs) kevin just mentioned the longevity is a key thing with that um you know they they just i like the fact that i like the alliance with ace prime i like how they've aligned themselves with a factory that's kind of you know, they're not just contracting a factory. They have a partnership, you know, in terms yep. of distribution with this company. I think this is a really good opportunity for them to just, you know, the Mil Diaz was, was a really good cigar completely out of the wheelhouse of anything that Crown Heads did before. Um, they're, they're successful with their with their lines right now. You know, their limiteds are always, you know, I think they were going too heavy on the limiteds a few years ago, and I think they've gotten back to a good balance right now. 
The only question I have is what's the future of that bulb subscription service? Um, it seems like it's gone dead. That's my only because I, I really want I, and I haven't asked them that question yet in fairness, but you know that stopped being promoted. Um, I don't think you could sign up for a subscription, so I don't know the future of that. It's a question I have to ask them. But uh, you know that was a big thing they were promoting back during the beginning of the pandemic. So right. I don't think that's enough to not make me buy, but maybe I go a little softer on the buy with that. All right, Jordan, what do you think about Crown Heads? Uh, I think Crown Heads is is a buy now. It's weird because like the last couple of years, I would have been a sell on Crown Heads. Um, I think I think they were kind of living off of the Las Calaveras fame for a bit too long. Got a little long in the tooth there, yeah. and um, yep. it, it kind of started to feel like. They were relying on my father a bit too heavy, and then all of a sudden it was like, well, why don't I just get the the good stuff from my father? Why am I getting <laughs> why am I getting the third tier? Um, but then you know this year they've all they've all of a sudden kind of come back. They're they've proved that they can make good stuff f- from various factories. They're do, you know they're working with uh, Ace Prime now, and they and that, that's still good as well. All of a sudden they're coming out with exciting stuff again. I'll, I'll go buy. For the record, I'm smoking a uh, Four Kicks Meal Kick right now. That was my oh, second right cigar on. I brought. There so, we go. Uh, hey, I, I'm gonna say bye also. And I, you know, I think I've been hard on Crown Heads in other shows that we've had that with the same, uh, the same in you know, a cigar biz stock market thing. But I feel like as soon as they sort of like broke free from just the my father stuff, I think it was like a good thing. Like they were able to prove. Like Jordan said, and, and that they were yeah. able to make good stuff and interesting stuff with other factories, and it's always quality. Uh, Huber is yeah. a, is a good guy. I trust in his judgment, and, and yeah. may, maybe like two years ago, I might have not have said that, but I do now. Like I feel like he's sort of like on the right track, and um, so I'm gonna buy. I, it's kind of a hard buy too. I like it. Yeah, you guys have mentioned my father a lot, but I think the best stuff comes out of EPC. I. Some yeah, the, they're my favorite ones. The, the new Capa Especial is really good. Yes, I love that cigar. The yeah. Fort Maduro um, that uses that same wrapper that the plug uses, that Connecticut Habano. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, there's just two left. Here we go, boys. Are you guys ready? Ready. All right, Coop. I'm gonna let I you get, start. I'm gonna let you start off now. Uh, as we said, we don't always do um, uh, cigar retailers, but we've done Smoke In tonight, which was a, u- uh, a unanimous buy from all of us. Uh, Coop, what are your thoughts on? Corona Cigar. Now, there was a dust-up on Facebook this week that we all know. So, uh, uh, Jeff Borswitz and Corona Cigar, what do you think? Oh, buy. There's no question I buy. Uh, Jeff is one of the most brilliant retailers out there. Um, he does an am- amazing job um, from top to bottom. I mean, you look at the shelves, um, the brands he brings in, the customer service that he's had. Um, you know, he is, he's got really good exclusive cigars in his store. Um, he knows how to, I mean, he knows how to make money. I, I don't care about the politics here. I'm going to keep everyone, look, everyone knew Jeff's politics before the blow up. It, it hasn't changed, right? Jeff's entitled to his opinion. Um, it's, it, but I think in general, people don't, most people who are buying from his stores have no idea about his politics, right? They just know that Corona cigar, it's still a destination when you go to Florida, um, I mean, he still, I mean, he still puts a catalog out, which is amazing. He still, you know, the fact that he still does a print catalog, um, and, uh, his events are fantastic. So I'm buying, this is one of the best retailers ever. Uh, you know, you just talk about him and smoke in, it's like one and one a year. All right, Kevin thoughts. De- definitely a buy, um, not just because Corona is a sponsor of the, uh, uh of our show. <laughs> oh, but, um, I did not know I, that. I did hey, not know that. Yes. I'm glad yes, that, I'm glad that you, uh, you mentioned that. That's good on you. Thank you. Yeah. 
um, first time I ever went to Corona, um, uh, their store in Tampa, you know, it, it's next to a, a really fancy restaurant. It's in a, a, a very affluent area. I, you know, I, I walked up to Corona, you know, parked out front, Lamborghini, Lamborghini, Ferrari, you know, Bentley, uh, Porsche. And it's like, I was scared to, to walk in to, to Corona <laughs> because like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm covered in tattoos. I got a big beard. It's like, this isn't a place that, that, that I should be in. Um, and then God, you walk in and, and they just welcome you with open arms. It doesn't make a difference yep. who you are, you know, your, your lifestyle, sure. what you look like. And you're just another cigar guy. And, and it's just, it's just such a fantastic environment. Um, all of his stores. Plus he makes the, uh, the, the, the FSG, you know, it was, it was my sure. number one, my number one cigar a couple of years ago. And it, it's just a fantastic cigar. And he wears his heart on his sleeve. You know, it just, pe- people know, people yeah. know Jeff, you just know what he's about. And he's been able to maneuver through this land field your landmine field, um, th- this summer. And, you know, some people like what he says. Some people really hate what he says, but at the end of the day, people still buy from him. You know, it, it just, you know, he, he runs a good operation and, you know, with the farm and he's just a really down to earth guy. And, and that's just, you know, for, for me. So just for those reasons, he's definitely a buy. All right. I'm going to skip over to Jordan. Hey, Jordan. I, no, yeah. Kevin, no, go ahead. Coop. I don't know what Kevin yeah. So you yeah. talk about people walking in that make the feel welcome. My son went to college in Orlando. Okay. Um, and like I said, he didn't know who my son was even. And my son was made to be treated like gold in there. So, you know, that's just how that's just how him and his staff are. You know, well, he's I, got the coop totally name. I don't Kevin know. <laughs> the coop, well, no, the coop name no carries weight. Son, so. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, Jordan, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll jump over to you, Jordan. I'm what not the biggest expert on this. I'm just based on my own purchasing habits. I, I mean, I know they're 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 solid. They have a good selection. Uh, I'll, I'm gonna hold on them. I'm hold I don't on go them. to them too often, but they've they've got they've got a good selection. I would say uh, I would say. I don't typically buy from Corona. Um, I mean, I don't typically buy cigars from Corona, but um, I'm still going to say it's a buy. It's the 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 store in Tampa is literally my favorite lounge on earth. Like to me, that's that's cigar heaven. I mean, the the way they did that store with just the humidor just being sure. sort of part of the bar and like that, it is absolutely incredible. If I had to move somewhere, like that would literally play a part in me moving. Because I'd want to be near that store. Now, there was a big dust-up, we all know, on Facebook this week. And there was some back and forth. And I think that Jeff probably maybe said some things that you know, maybe he regrets. I don't know. We'd have to ask Jeff. But he's a passionate guy. And he clearly knows how to run a business. So I'm going to say bye. Emmett, what are your thoughts? Corona Cigar Company. Okay. So I couldn't disagree with, with Jeff's politics more. But... It's still it's still a buy for me because he's a good dude, and uh, you know he's he's active on social media. The, it's a good shop; they have good selection, um, and I have a lot of respect for the FSG tobacco that he's done, and 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 not only the the tobacco itself, but he's got several FSG lines with other companies, and I I really really appreciate what he's done with that tobacco. So it's still a, it's a buy for me, even though I don't necessarily necessarily agree with the man. Right, I understand. That's okay. See, that's the that's the beauty of of having, you know, uh, freedom of speech and personal opinions. I totally respect that. Like, e- Emmett and I don't agree on a lot of uh, political issues, but 
it, to me, Emmett's probably one of my best friends. Hey. Like uh, we hang out all the time. I love you, Emmett. Buddy. I'm going to start with you on this next one. Ooh, this, this is, is the last one. one, guys. I can only imagine what this Don't one is. Don't guess what this one is. Uh, Romacraft. Romacraft. <laughs> Emmett, based on this summer, would you buy, sell, or hold? Hundred percent buy for me still. Um, you know, I I tend to agree with Skip politically. That doesn't really uh, hold weight in my decision here. Um, but Skip is there's nobody more active on social media than Skip. Um, he's always promoting, um, and the cigars themselves are always amazing. I think never had a bad one, and uh, the brand is just always it's always growing. He's always sold out. Like he's he's always making cigar. He may have lost you know an account this past couple weeks, but he didn't need it. I mean, he's always, you know, struggling to keep up with demand. So the the fact that there's that much demand there uh, is a strong buying signal, just as a company. And uh, it's always it's always growing. I think he did. He doesn't have aspirations to be a huge company, and that's that's perfect. I think for for what he's trying to do. All right, Kevin Shahan, thoughts? Buy, sell, hold. Hard sell, um, um, and not and has nothing to do with what happened. Um, uh, I I don't like Roma Craft cigars. I, I don't think that they they don't they they did a, a going back. You know their Candela was pretty good, but um, they they don't make cigars I I, I like. Um, Skip comes off as arrogant. His uh his his weasel following is is some of the most arrogant. I I think that uh, people in in the industry. Um, he is a uh, uh, hands down. Uh, everybody knows Pete Johnson, the most handsome man in the cigar industry. Skip Martin, the least handsome man in the cigar industry. I don't know if that should Ooh. should yeah, that, that that should make a that difference here. Personal, but but he, but but he's not. But he's he's not a good looking man at all. Um, and uh, <laughs> it's uh, it, he, he just he just doesn't make. In my opinion, he just doesn't make good cigars. Period. All right, Coop. Uh, what are your thoughts, Romacraft? You know. Uh, originally, I was going to go with a hold, maybe because the whole thing he talked about, you know, topping out at 1.2 million, right? But I'm going to go buy with him because, like Emmett just made a good point, he's not aspiring to be that big production company, and you know what? He's doing really well doing what he's doing right now. Um, he he is very good at um, he's very good at you know, I do like his cigars, and he connects with people on those cigars um, extremely well. And, you know, I, I like he's done some different things. Oh, you know, Baca uh, going with a Cameroon wrapper. I, I liked what he did. The craft series really kind of shows the artisanship that he's doing there. But, um, you know, he does. Like I say, he's a smart guy. He knows tobacco. He knows the cigar business. Um, and he's a guy, if I'm investing money, I'm, I'm like, yeah, that, that's a brand uh, I'd get behind. Yep. You know, the whole thing with Jeff, he may have lost an account. I guarantee he's going to pick up three more accounts in the process with that. Right. Um, oh, yeah. Someone's going to someone's gonna want to do that. So, um, you know, and, and I, I think, like I said, that was that was unfortunate. That whole incident was a, a, not a good in- mark for the industry, but I'm not holding that against what he's doing right now. Um, so sol- solid company. They're going to be around a long time. Um, you know, I look at what the stuff he produces for, like, uh, Postani and all that. This is good stuff. I'm I'm buying. All right, Jordan, thoughts? Um, you know, I'll I'll admit I didn't really f- follow the the craziness online on social media, but I I just I would say a hold. Um, you know, I've always liked everything Romacraft's ever done. Um, but at the same time, you know, it it, it has it doesn't doesn't look good to have, like I feel like it's kind of like when you follow one of your favorite bands on social media, and then all of a sudden they're saying things that you're like, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't want to know that." Um, 
it's I, I, I'd say you know it's not a good it's not a good look, but at the same time they make really good cigars. I'm a hold. Hold for Jordan. All right, I would say um, okay. So first of all, let me preface this what I'm going to say by when when I'm around Skip, he's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Like when we hang out here at the studio, he he's literally one of the nicest guys that you'll you'll ever meet. He's great to talk to. He's he's one on one. He's one of the most personable friendly guys this was a disaster you cannot have your uh the leader of your company out there you know pissing off half of your consumers and a a fantastic uh customer in corona i sell based on skip's poor judgment on not being able to understand when to just maybe befriend people and hey maybe your opinion's a little different than mine hey okay you know let's kind of work it out like in the last year or so, I've tried to talk to Skip, and I always try to, like, you know, I try to build that bridge and, like, give him something back. Like, okay, I agree with that. But in the last year or so, he's just become so incredibly abrasive that I feel like it's hurting the company. And I don't think that we'll be able to tell how badly he hurt the company this past week for maybe a couple years. Because never have I seen a, you know, a swarm of social media viral posts in a negative way towards the company, like I saw this week, you can't think that that's a good Gurkha? thing. That, Gurkha? Well, yeah, Gurkha, Gurkha, the Gurkha yeah. thing was Gurkha. Right. close. All right, but hey, look, we're comparing him to Gurkha at this point. That's kind of proves yeah. my point, <laughs> which is it makes German. it a, a hard sell for me. Skip, please, just like Donald Trump should give up Twitter, dude, give up Facebook. Seriously, get off Facebook. You should get off Facebook as quick as you can. And and that would help your company a lot. Like I believe I want to like Romacraft. I like their cigars. I do. Heck, we've made two cigars with them. I want to like the cigars, but I can't have the leader of the company out there just uh, bashing in such a bizarre way. Like it wasn't it wasn't even a natural conversation, and have him do that to me turns it into a hard sell. Thoughts yeah, and, and then and then and then to, to to bring in Jeff's wife, that was that was the icing on the cake. What you know from what I've heard from a lot of people, well, you know, it's she, like yeah, you, you she know. chimed in there on her own yeah. initially. Like I, the the whole thing was you know the whole thing, it was an embarrassment to the industry. I'll be honest with you, but yeah. both sides, right? I'm not going to yeah, point to yeah. who's who, but this, but Kevin, didn't you say it earlier? I'm, I'm not trying to dispute, but you did say that, that we have short memory. Like this industry has a short memory, and people tend to forget very easy. So that that's kind of like my point. I I don't think a year from now this is going to be well remembered. I don't. Yeah, I don't. You, I, you, 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 may, you may be right. It, it's so fresh in our memories right now. You know who, who yeah. knows where who knows where this yeah. is going to who you know in a week, two weeks, three weeks. Right. Not of course. Even a, but not but, even a year. But we're buying. We're, we're, we're making our buying decision tonight. So I, that's I like, yeah. you know. That's I feel the like thing. in the whole situation, Jeff was just poking and poking and poking mm-hmm. until eventually. Skip he, Skip made a decision and he stood up for what he believes in and I respect that. Like I, maybe not a smart business decision, but this is America. You can you can do of what you course, want. You can you course. can decide not to sell to somebody for whatever reason you want. I mean, it was unprecedented, but I get it. No, I mean, hey, I I well, of course you can do what you want, but that doesn't mean that I, it's going to have positive right, uh, totally repercussions su- on your business. His right to have an opinion and and say what he wanted to say that that isn't what I'm saying. I'm just saying. From a business standpoint and a, and a likability standpoint and a trust in a company, I don't want the leader of my company, you know, uh, openly 
you know, bad mouthing a, a fantastic customer of mine. I can't even imagine like saying those things to one of to one of my customers. But you make it sound like it was one sided. It was there were two sides to that coin. Like you're 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 100 right. You know, and, and Emmett said, you know, how how many times can you poke, 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 you know, or get poked before you blow up? You know, so it, and, and that was you know, and and that's was that's what happened. You know, just, and. But some someone, you know, maybe, maybe Kit Skip should have just let it go. I I don't know, but but you're right, Emmett. You just you just keep getting poked, and eventually, every man has his breaking point. Yep. No, that's true. There's that's a good point there. However, I would say this: uh, Jeff was willing to continue the discussion. He wanted to have the discussion, yeah. but Skip didn't want to have the discussion. He just wanted to end it, win the discussion by fiat. You know, he just wanted to say, you know, nope, you can't. This is not the way I but think. But that's so. how it started. That wasn't like a that wasn't like an outcome. It was like, oh, let's finish this in a debate. The whole thing started was because Jeff called him out. Hey, let's do a debate. And Skip didn't want to do that. It's not his thing. And I I get that. And he just he would let it go there. But but he just kept poking and poking until he he blew up. And that's it is what it is. I res- uh, I respect the decision. Fair enough. Coop, I ran any? fast from that. I ran. <laughs> <fast>. <laughs> yeah, you got you got drug into there pretty early, Coop. Yeah. Well, you know, a little real quick story. Um. So last Thursday, um, I had the day off from work, right? And I was doing the interview uh, for my show with Jeremiah Mirafell late. So I was going to sleep late. And all of a sudden, I hear the dinging, right, of my phone. And I'm like, damn, this is like, my, I know my boss knows I'm out. And he's normally not what's going on. And it's because of, there was already about 50 comments on this thing about the debate before I even saw it. Um, now, the, 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 um, my show is not a political show. We're not. In, we don't want to be a political show. I don't want to be a moderator. Um, you know, Abe and I were talking about it, but I'm glad it didn't go through because I don't think I would have been a good fit for a moderator. I'm just not deep enough into this. And um, at the same time, I I kind of saw this thing exploding the way it was going to explode. Um, and I just don't want. I mean, this was not good for this was not good for the industry. And, it, and you, we could we could Monday morning quarterback who's right or who's wrong. This, this, is, we, this whole notion of, oh, we're all equals in a cigar and we all can get along from different walks of life just got thrown out the window this week. So, no, um, I, that's true. And, and true. I think that this, this sort of stuff happens <laughs> on social media. And this is the bad side of social media because you can't always like, you know, like when I'm talking to you, Emmett, we, we kind of know, you know, the inflection in your voice or, or the whatever you can kind of tell. But when you're on social media, you don't get that. Right. And so it's just like a, it seems like a more abrasive it's, conversation. It's too easy to say something that you will regret later on social media right. that you probably wouldn't say in person. It's kind of a different. It's a different scenario, right? So I I, I love pictures that Tarano put up about the he saw the the Trump and the Biden guy shaking hands. Yeah, that was a beautiful picture he put up. It really yeah, was. It was. I, I think that's what we should be doing. I yeah. think we should all be. Yeah. We'll all be glad when the election's over because not only is this a contentious election. But the uh, this whole Corona year thing going, like everybody's just on edge, and so I just like to I'll 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 just say that I just like to see a little bit more give and take. Like oh you, yeah that's a decent point, but have you thought about you know like I, I wished you know it had gone more like that. And I I said initially that I think Jeff said some things he probably shouldn't have said either. Yeah. So I do believe that both sides were wrong. I just think at the end you just can't say I'm taking my ball and going home. If you're going to be in the if you're going to be in the debate. Be in the. De- I mean, if you're going to be in the, you know, the topic, be in the topic. You know, like man up and be in the topic. Like talk about the issues. Don't you say, oh no, I'm taking my ball and going home. Anyways, hopefully this thing gets worked out. I'd love to see this. I'd love to see them, you know, 
shake hands, kiss, and make up would be great. A right? reconciliation. A reconciliation. Yep. Everybody, everybody uh, wants a reconciliation, right, Kevin? <laughs> yeah, oh, yes, for sure. Everybody loves a happy ending. Everybody yeah, loves a happy ending. All right, hey, guys. Uh, we love the drama. <laughs> yeah, now, uh, just, just to end the show, were, are there any other companies that you think, I'll start with you, Kevin, are there any other companies that you think uh, over the summer either did an exceptional job or a really poor job? Anybody that stood out to you in any one way or another besides the ones that we uh, mentioned tonight on the show? You know, the, the, there's nobody that's really stood out like, like Drew. I mean, you, you talk about this this summer. This is this is the, the, the Drew Estate summer takeover. Drew Estate owned, you know, 2020. It's like they saw this coming in, in 2019, and, and they had everything planned, every all their ducks in a row. How they were able to jump on this so fast, you know, and then and then you know be a, a, a dominant you know, um, entity in the cigar world this summer, you know, and then everybody else, literally. I mean, Saka, you know, Saka's done a great job. We've seen more of Steve Saka this summer than than we ever have. Um, uh, also, but um, every other company, every other company out there is just um, that they they were a miss. You know, th- this was the, the the time to shine. You know, look at, I would love to have seen Pete Johnson, you know, just sitting at home down in Miami. You know, I would love to have seen him more active and, and be back out there like he used to be. You know, he, he's become a, a recluse in the in the cigar uh, uh, social media world. So um, I, I, I think, you know, definitely Pete would probably fared the worst, you know, as you know, in my opinion. But um, every everybody except Drew Estate was definitely, you know, a. Uh, um, uh, I don't want to say loser, but no, nobody rocked it like Drew Estate did, and you know it, it's a shame. Uh, Coop, what do you think? Any other thought? Final thoughts on this? Um, a couple of positives that I'd look at is one Perdomo. They've had a great summer. Another company that kind of really, you know, they've kind of come from behind the curtain the last couple of years, and they've kind of, I think, they're seeing the power of of an online piece. They had a huge um, that the 10th anniversary releases were huge. That Sun Grown Maduro, it was that was a huge thing for their company. Um, it, you know, and it, it became one of the best sellers uh, this year. So I, I think they've done a great job w- with that one. So I'm I'm gonna get, give them a, a big pl- uh, plus on that. Um, I want to agree with Kevin on. Um, I definitely want to agree with Kevin on Dunbutton Tobacco Trust. So I want Steve to know I think he had a great year. Right? <laughs> I, the last time the I said something about Steve, it got misreported <laughs> that uh, I, I bashed him. So I want that out there. Um, well, how genius was it, the STFU thing? Sell five uh, cigars at once? I mean, so did I, I'm concerned about General right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, General, of, of the big four companies, I think did the, they just they didn't have a lot of releases uh they, they were spread out a lot, I know, but it just seemed like they didn't cap capitalize on that like I would have expected. They seemed, of the four companies, the big four that we're not going to go to show, they seemed the least prepared this year, it seemed like. I agree with that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah that, there, so, was a, there was a lot of companies we didn't include because we sort of felt like we, me and Jordan sort of felt like we just all would agree. Yeah. You know, like Agonorsa <laughs> and, and even Steve uh, uh, Dunbarton. And um, so, uh Emmett, uh, any thoughts on any other ones that so, you want to uh, bring up? The company I'll bring up, um, not necessarily one I feel has, has gone either direction, but I'm curious what you guys think about Habanos right now. Would that be a buy, sell, mm. or, or hold? Uh, Jordan? It's a great I, don't, I, I don't follow him closely enough. Couldn't tell you. I'd say, I'd say sell, especially based wow. on the okay. uh, you know what's going on with 
you know, politically and travel restrictions and import restrictions probably sell right now. Okay. I would say until the embargo is lifted, it's a buy for me. Like, um, you know, there's still that, that holy grail for, for new cigar smokers. Like, they're always seeking them out and, you know, where can I buy it? And, and they're always coming out with new uh, regionals and limited editions, and I, they always sell. And I, for me, it's a buy, but I, I was just curious what you guys thought about that. Yeah, well, I, think I, it's a sell. I haven't thought about it that much. Uh, Coop, your thoughts? Yeah. It's a sell. It's a sell. I mean, here's the thing. If there's no Habanos Festival in February, that's their whole showcase, right? That's going to throw off the whole year. And, you know, I don't know how many of the last year's releases have even made it to the, to the retailers right now. There's a lot more competition in Europe right now with the non-Cuban brands coming in there right yeah, now. That's true. And certainly, if and, and certainly we don't know the, the future of the U.S. market right now. That's not any time we're going to see any. I, no matter how the election goes, I don't see an embargo getting lifted in the next four years. So I'm selling right now. Kevin, thoughts on that one? Definitely sell. You know, um, uh, I, I don't follow them closely, but um, I've got some friends overseas. We just interviewed uh, Ferdinand Pete, um, and he. he what what Coop said, you know, just that they're the Europeans that they're, they're just not buying the, the the Cubans. They're just not buying the cigars. Right. You know, just you know, they're they're, they're clamoring for everything else. And I, I just I, I don't want to say that that you know they'll go away, but uh, but I think they're going to continuously lose market share, which I think is a good thing. I, I think they're producing so many cigars now, and I think everybody can agree that the, the the quality is just not there like, like it was. You know, years ago, so I think this might be a good thing if they lose a little bit of market share. You know, they, they maybe get focused back on quality. But you counterpoint, know, the demand is the reason that the quality is so low yeah. Uh, yeah. because everybody's buying it. They can't keep up with the the tobacco that's not so young. So uh, they're they're selling a ton. I of, ton feel of like if you had like an actual company in there, they could easily handle quality and start stocking up the prop at a proper amount. Okay. Uh, it's very difficult uh, to ha- have a government-run operation. I mean, yeah. you know, think of the DMV. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's essentially, you know, the, what you got there. Right, so. they're, just, they're just bad <laughs> right. organized. Yeah. You know, when I was in Europe a couple of years ago, when I was going to Europe and I was in Sweden and England, and I went to cigar shops. I mean, first of all, I was in J.J. Fox, one of the most iconic stores and yeah. uh, known for their Cubans. And what do I see people smoking? Liga Pravada, Foundation, Highland, uh, High Clark Castle. I mean, that's what I saw people smoking, less Cubans there. I'm in Sweden. What do I see them smoking? Vega Phoenix. So hmm. I'm I'm really seeing these you know these these small these these non-Cuban <laughs> brands start to really impact the market. And you know, Europe's gotten a lot more attention in recent years because of the problems we've had here. So there there that's where you know that's there's a lot of competition right now. I don't I just don't have a lot of confidence that they're ready to challenge that right now. Hmm. Cool. Not the answer I was expecting, but glad we talked about it. All right, Emmett, where yeah. can people find you? What's going on on blindmanspuff.com uh, this week or this past week? Uh, what's up? Yeah, find us on blindmanspuff.com and our on our Facebook. Uh, we've got uh, more reviews coming out this next week. We, we just reviewed the uh, the Sun Grown Dogma. Did really well. Uh, yeah. Yep, that was a great cigar. Um, Look for that. Yeah. So we've, we've got some more. Uh, we've got a lot of new panelists that are joining us. That's exciting. Uh, our very own Quinn. Is coming on board. Quinn so loads. Shout out to Back Quinn. There. And we've got I've I've there seen like go. at least four or five of my guys watching and commenting on this show right now too. So thank you guys. Uh, Emmett's got an exciting year coming up. I'm not, I'm not going to say why, but he's got an exciting year coming. <laughs> Big up. news so at, we're the excited of, about at the end of the year. Pop. Yeah. You have another set of twins or yeah. something. Maybe another set. God of twins. no. Uh, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Kevin Shahan, uh, where can people find you? Uh, watch your uh, podcasts and uh, g- give us the lowdown on the Kevin Shahan, uh, you know, s- situation. You you can find us everywhere on social media, Cigar Prop. You know, uh, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Twitch, um, uh, TikTok. We're even on TikTok. We've been doing some stuff on there. Um, the YouTube Do you channel. Dance? Uh, I. <laughs> you you apparently didn't watch my video earlier. I didn't. I, I need to go back and watch I, it. I, I would definitely uh, uh, search the uh, Cigar Prop Instagram uh, <laughs> uh, page as well. So I've got some unique videos on there. But um, but yeah, everywhere on social media. Um, if you want to watch our show, we go live on Sundays and Mondays. You know, it's a Cigar Prop YouTube channel. We do reviews. We do unboxings. We do a little bit of everything. We do Cigar of the Month clubs. Uh, we do Abe's. We do a Coronas. Um, so we, we do a lot of stuff. You know. Um, YouTube, definitely a cigar prop. YouTube, um, definitely subscribe. We're 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 on the cusp of hitting 5,000 subscribers uh, for this year. You know, we'll have gained 2,500 over the course of the last year. So, um, yeah, definitely every everywhere cigar prop. Well, thank you for uh, joining us tonight, Kevin. That was great. We love having you. We'll have you back on for sure. Coop, what about you? What's going on now? Nobody is on. Uh, nobody's face is more recognizable. Then Coop, other than maybe the Kardashians, <laughs> but Coop, you have you have like, like a, a marathon uh, stretch coming up where you're going to be on like seven days in a row or something. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's uh, six days, seven podcasts. Um, this is the second night I have to do my show. Last night, uh, tomorrow I'm doing KMA Radio. Um, then we're recording a cigar jukebox, our music show. Uh, we're doing something called Album Archaeology. We're going to be diving into an album by Aretha Franklin called Lady Soul, which is a favorite of my co-host Dave Burke. Um, the f- I'm doing Bear Show on Sunday night, uh, El Oso Fumar Takes. Um, then on Monday, uh, I'm doing a show called uh, Pylons and Sticks, and it's hosted by a former VP of the St. Louis Rams who talks football and cigars. It's actually a really good podcast. Huh. I've had a chance to, Never heard of to that listen one. to cool. that. It's a newer one, but he does a good job. Tuesday, we have special edition number 86. Bear and I will be interviewing Tony Bellotto. Um, so you that's better get him early. Get, get him early. I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we kid Tony because he was just on a couple weeks ago, and he had yeah. been, he'd been celebrating. Let's just say he'd been yeah. celebrating a little bit. Get a new house. Four shot show beforehand, right? <laughs> um, Thursday night on the big primetime show, we have um, John Michelle Louis of Saga Cigars. We finally got him on. We've never had him on before. They're a longtime sponsor, like of mine for five years, going back pre primetime. And then the, probably the other thing to mention that's happening this week is next Saturday is the 31st, which is Halloween. And that is the time where the cigars that are going to be eligible for Cigar of the Year have to be reviewed. So there's the final cigars that are, are basically going to come up for the review, and the process starts for Cigar of the Year November 1st. Wow. wow. Already? Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Wow, it's, I know. It's, it's flying up on us. We start rolling in early December, so yeah, it has to get there. And it's the most – this is a very competitive year is what I'll just say. There's a lot of contenders this year. Really? really? I would say the opposite. But uh, Jordan, I think they're cutting up on anyone's list this year, so it's very interesting. Jordan, what do you have coming up? I, uh, you know, I produce, I, I type on the keyboard and go turn some knobs and stuff. And the sh- uh, show happens. Yeah, there we go. Hey, guys, uh, Wednesday, uh, Flavor Odyssey with uh, Robbie and Randy. They'll be re, uh, pairing the Herrera Esteli Broadleaf. Now we're into the Broadleaf section. 
of the season. So we don't know what the pairing will be yet with that cigar. They'll announce that on Monday. I think um, we do know the pairing, actually. Oh, we do. That's, can you, uh, can you say I, it? I, I could it's not it. on the schedule. It is on the schedule. It is? See, that's why Jordan's the producer, and I just <laughs> and I just stand here looking at you got to keep the talent Herrera, happy. Herrera, Estee, Broadleaf, and Rum. Rum, Rum. So Herrera, Estee, Broadleaf, and Rum. That'll be the pairing on, on Wednesday. So, guys, if you want to play along, uh, try to come up with a uh, Herrera, Estee, Broadleaf, and grab some rum. That'll be fine. And then uh, a week from tonight, Emmett, uh, none other than Pete Johnson, the night Ooh. before Halloween. Who's a better guest Perfect. on Halloween Perfect. than Pete Johnson of Tatawahe? Get out of here. Pete will be on next Friday. That should be a, a blast show. Guys, jump on the Dojo Verse tonight. Start checking into the cigars that you're smoking. Show us what you're drinking. Do some now playing. We'll have fun all night long until next Friday night. Remember, never, never smoke, smoke alone. alone. See you guys next week. Introducing the all-new Romeo y Julieta Passione. The story of this cigar dates back almost a year during a visit to the Flor de Coupon factory in Honduras we witness the endless amount of passion and love the workers put into each and every cigar. This hand-rolled cigar uses a blend of Dominican and Honduran filler tobaccos, along with a rich and flavorful binder from the U.S. The wrapper is a zesty Ecuadorian Habano leaf that offers up notes of pepper, leather, nuts, and a dash of cocoa. Ignite your passion and pick up a box of the Romeo y Julieta Passion at jrcigars.com.